ending the week and after. Week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, again. so so how do you, so you don't do it live? You just do it. No, it's recorded. We'll edit it. It'll come out next week with clips every day. But you do you just record once a week or do you? Yeah, do once a, a week. Okay, cool. We can start. I wasn't nervous, and then I got here, and then my girlfriend and Robbie kept saying, "Are you nervous? Are you nervous?" And I said, "No." And then the seventh time they asked, I said, "Now I'm kind of nervous." Yeah, and I don't even know why. No idea. I mean, pretty, pretty big deal. No, Justin's been freaking out. Yes, Justin's so excited. He's like, "We got Rab coming on." I'm like, "Robbie." And yeah. they're like, no, not Robbie. Rob. I'm like. Yeah. She has no idea. She was excited that our producer was going to come on to be a part of the podcast. Well, welcome, yeah. welcome, lovers and friends. It's me, your boy, Mr. Everybody, and I'm joined today by my co-host. Mar. And we are joined by the host of the Bathroom Break Podcast, owner of Greengate Entertainment, and the nonprofit group Hope for Today, producer, writer, actor from films like Borrowed Happiness, Haggard, CKY, Viva La Bam, and Jackass, Rab himself, Chris Rab. How you doing? Yo, what's up? What's happening? Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was laughing because, like, when when you're saying Rob, like, like, because the producer's name is Rob, and my last name is supposed to be pronounced Rob, but my whole life I grew up here in Philly, so then everyone just said Rab, and I just was over it, and I was like, it's Rab, you know, like, not gonna correct every single person I encounter, and then some weird thing happened as I got older. Everyone started pronouncing it correctly. Like, oh, hey, Rob. I'm like, oh, no, that's weird. That's, like, not my name. <laughs> Wait, what are you to be? All right, so your I last name is spelled. I say Rab now. Like, I say Rab because my grandfather always said that, but and then everyone around here, I think because of the Philly accent. Right, like, the A. You know, like, Rab, you know, or whatever. <laughs> and then it was like, all right, uh, that's my name. I'm not, and I was always Rab. And then my older brother, out of nowhere, when we were, like, 30, is, like, going by Rob. I was like, What? <laughs> this is like a whole identity crisis. Like my whole life, it's been rap. And, and I'm a guy that like you, you kind of know me by my last name. You yeah, know, it's you know, like pretty I, important. A lot of people like I'll introduce myself as Chris, and then it's like, oh, oh, oh do you want to be called Chris? I'm like, no. I just it would be weird because if I say, hey, what's up, I'm Rab, then they're like, Brad. Hey yeah. Brad, right, and you're right, like, right. no, no, uh, it's Chris. I'm like, what? That was way off. And then, so it's just kind of like, uh, all right. Well, a lot of people know me by my last name. That's what people normally call me is Rab. Almost everybody does. But then, yeah, you know, I'll introduce myself with my first name. But. So where did the nickname Rab himself yeah, can come I, from? Where can I? Can I go like this? Because I kind of want. Yeah, you can do that. that. Okay, do what you want, man. Yeah, no, because I'm like I want to see. Like you want to see yeah, everyone? Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, um, <laughs> so where did your nickname Rab himself come from? Oh, um, oh, so that story is like, it's funny because back then um, when we were all just filming the CKY stuff, um, a lot of friends were just hanging around and everybody's just putting their input in, you know, and um, Ryan's name, like Random Hero, came from Novak. And because like it was actually this totally other story. And I don't even know if people remember it really how it came about. But that Random Hero thing came because this dude that we were friends with, like these guys were starting shit because of jackass. They were all like, you know, you're at the bar and like, they're like, Hey, do some jackass crazy. And you're like, nah, I'm good. We're just hanging out having a drink. And then they want to fight you because they're whatever. So this buddy of ours, like stepped in, in the middle of this fight that was about to happen. Then the bouncer tries to rip him out of the bar. Then he's like going to get arrested. So he shook the cop and took off running. Yeah. And he was like the fastest dude ever. He was our buddy Omar. He was like this awesome, amazing running back that went and played in, in college. He was like super fast. So he took off running, blocks up the street. Some dude 
jumps out of the bush and like tripped him mm. so that the cops could catch him. And then Novak's like, this fucking random hero. Oh, you're like a curse. Yeah. 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 So I was like, oh, yeah. like this, this fucking random hero just jumps out of the bush, whatever. Like, what's that? And then we started laughing that night about random hero, the name, like just calling him a random hero. Like there. And then, and then it was like, dude, Ryan is basically that of the CKY group because any stunt or crazy thing you didn't want to do, Ryan would do it. Mm -hmm. Like, like I had the idea for like do a scuba dive in the shit tank across from Bam. That was house. your idea, yeah. And, <laughs> and Bam's like, "Will you do it?" I'm like, oh, "I'm not doing that." And then I was like, and it was like, and Ryan's like, "I'll do it." Like immediately, not even a thought. Yeah, and like you're just gonna swim in someone's shit, you know? Like, and he was just like, "Yeah, let's do it." And then, it, and then it made it was on Jackass, and it was like this was in the very early of uh, like early episodes of Jackass, but it was just so funny because it was that kind of thing. Like, if you saw something, you're like, that would be rad, but I'm too much of a pussy to do it. Ryan's jumping in and doing it, so he's just, like, random hero just stuck to him so much. So that's that, like, I know that you asked me a totally different question, but that was that, was that about Ryan's nickname, and then my nickname, uh, Rab himself, because it almost landed on Ryan. Mm -hmm. Like, it almost landed on Dunn himself, and the reason is because our friend... Uh, Chris Chris Aspite, he he's this awesome skateboarder, and he actually uh, helped write Haggard, the movie too. Right. Um, he he's just super funny, and they would call him Hoof and Spazbite and all that stuff mm. on the CKY videos. I know Hoof, and uh, and so he when the CKY video first one came out, we. Uh, you know, it went into skate shops, and people were talking about, it and they're going, "Holy shit! Did you see this video? This is crazy." We like showed up to a party one night, me and Ryan and Bam and everybody, and Hoof was there, and he's like, "Oh, looky here! If it isn't fucking <laughs> Rab himself, live and in person! Like, oh, this like like acting like I'm some star now because yeah. like we did this little video and a couple people knew who it was. Right, right. He's just like, oh man, gracing us with your presence, Rab himself, live and in person, <laughs> and he kept saying it, and then it was just funny, and then it just was like that was it for that night. Like he did it to Ryan too, and said like, oh, done himself right here, live, in but for some reason it stuck on my name, and then that was it and it was just rab himself from then on out so how did novak become nudie novak oh that was me actually i, I call i i just started calling him that because he'd always walk around with his little dick like hanging out and it would just be like he just like there just like yeah what's up and you're like dude get your fucking clothes on like we don't need your dumb dick like just always around and it was just and it was just that he was just always naked you could say he had the smallest dick in CKY. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, and that's a tall order because we're none of us are packing. Um, but, but, but I think uh, no, it was just funny because yeah, it was that. It was just always his little. We would always call it like his little egg corn or his little like his little. And, and Ryan had that funny ass phrase. Is like he's like he looked at it. He's like, dude, that it looks like a button on a fur coat, you know. And like, and I remember the guys from uh, from from Always Sunny loved that like. Like they were because they were buds with Ryan and yeah. um, and they, I think they put it in one of the episodes like because they loved that saying so bad and he, he, Ryan always had those quick like little things but <laughs> but when he looked at it it's like it's like a button on a you can't even see that thing there's too much fur around it um, you know <laughs> did <laughs> but, you know he was in a porn um, yes yes <laughs> I he said it on the podcast and I had to go home I, I don't like, know why I got to research yeah. this and I was like oh no I saw Novak naked now yeah you're like, you yeah you know, you type in Novak porn. <laughs> 
I've been Brandon Novak for like, like I, I feel like I feel like if you had some hammer, you'd be like, yeah, check it out, and especially yeah. all the girls go take a look, you know. But like, but when you're just like huh, well below average, uh, and I'm on there, you know, you're like, all right, I don't know that I'd be bragging about that, but um, I would I would have kept that to myself as much as possible. But I guess you know, I, at the time they were they were doing that. I hadn't seen them in a little bit, and they can't, you know, and I bumped, I bumped into them. We were at Jess's. There was like a company band, um, you know, um, rehearsal or whatever. And then Bam and Novak came in, and they're like, "Yeah, we just shot a porn with Gina." I'm like, "Who did? Like, who who around here has a porn dick that can do that?" You know, and it was like, it's like no one. Like no Novak did. I'm like, what? Like, like how do you get into a porn with with that? You know, but um, I I would but, have to guess that. Yep. Would Raygion have the biggest dick in CKY? You think? Uh, I mean, I would. I would say probably going just on um, proportionate. I would imagine. No, him or Jess because they're the tallest. Okay. Um, I've never really saw. Actually, I did see the tip of Rake's dick before, but I didn't get a good <laughs> glimpse of really what it was. He wasn't a big naked person. I mean, okay. I've seen obviously Bams, Novaks, uh, Ryan's. And then um, never saw Jess's, but I'm imagining that dude's packing. Yeah, you just you can only imagine. Yeah, I think I think the other thing that that thing just unravels as the pants come off. But um, Mars, you know, we'd have to ask you know his current flame. Yeah, uh, what that is. So Mars (laughs) constantly like a lot of people think I'm gay because of the jokes I make. Similar to yours, I think I may have got, and a lot of people around my age probably got our sense of humor. From CKY Jackass, you yeah. guys growing up, right? And I and I always love that that Seinfeld joke. Like, not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, you know? no. like because <laughs> because the truth is like whatever. Like, what is is gay even a thing anymore? I feel like it's just whatever. You know, like everybody's just doing whatever. Especially now, it's just, uh, yeah. You guys made it almost but, like, but yeah, I think that that's what it was because there was just a lot of like love for your buds and like and not afraid of that. Because I think when we were growing up, um, you know, we're we're like we were just talking about when we got here. Um, you know, a little bit older in our mid forties at this point. Um, in growing up in the nine like nineties, where when we were teenagers and. Uh, at that point, there was a lot of homophobia and that kind of stuff, and we just thought that was ridiculous. You know, like what? Like, what are you so afraid of? Like, are you afraid you might like it? You know, like, and that was kind of that was kind of the thought then. So then everybody, we were just pretty open with like, whatever, dude, touch touch his dick, smack it. You know, like, and, and they would just be like, who gives a shit? You know, because it just like it, it didn't make me go, oh my god, I'm I'm now questioning my sexuality. It was just more like whatever. You know, like you're right. just just a dick, cares? and yeah, and it's funny as hell because people like that would be hanging around mm-hmm. that weren't comfortable with it like we were doing that would get so like oh my god and you're just like and then it's even funnier because yeah. you're like like you're just pull their pants down and smack their nuts <laughs> or something and then everybody's like oh my god like wh- yeah, like what does that mean about me now that i just watched that you know and it's like yeah it's so i just think it just got more and more relaxed and then as you spend so much time with one another because um I say this too, and, and, and I love it now when I look back, but there was times when you're hanging out too much, and you're like, I got to get away from your stupid fucking face. But like... But I'll still see your dick. Yeah, but I'll... Uh, hey, bring those nuts right over here. But, uh, but, but yeah. Put a mask on one time. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. But I mean, I, I think like when you're hanging out so much, like, because we, we talked about like when you did CKY, when you did Jackass, when you did Viva Little Bam, like you're with your friends every single day for like, this was probably like a six, seven year period. 
and maybe there'll be a day or a couple of days in there, but like mostly, and then you tour, like I would tour with Ryan or tour with Steve-O or whatever. And, um, but you're mostly with each other so much that eventually like, yeah, there's just a bond there where like, you're like, and, and, and I think, uh, it was Chappelle or somebody who said like, he's like, when white people have a sleepover, there's always like some borderline gay shit that goes on. And like, it is. Cause you're just like, well, dude, just put your fucking nuts on his face. Like <laughs> right, while right, sleeping. Right. Bro. And then it just became that. You guys ruined yeah. sleepovers. Like yeah. for everybody growing. I, I've always was terrible. What was a sleepover? Like, with the CKY guys in, like, high school. Like, I mean, you weren't really sleeping. You were sort of, like, scared to sleep. Fending for your life. Yeah, <laughs> and just, like, kind of, like, keep, keep your one eye open, sort of. But then they would, everybody that was waiting for you to fall asleep, like, somehow got it. The second you did, you were, like, fair game and, and you know, and it would go. Now. Like, I remember even, this was before high school. This was, like, middle school. Because some of the stuff in um, CKY, like, I was... You know, it was middle school age, 12, 14, whatever, you know, like one of the there's there's one there's still there's a clip of me laughing when I like fully looked like Spike from Toy Story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and everybody would say that like back then because Toy Story just came out and they're like, dude, rap is Spike because I would just be like, ha, like running around like <laughs> like, like a mix between Spike and uh, and Scott Farkas from from like Christmas Story. But um <laughs> At that era, like I was like, I think I was like 12, 13, and 14, and in that time, and Brandon uh, DiCamillo did this, like, uh, he, he started this thing where he was like, I want to antique people. Was He started antiquing? Yeah, that was his, his, his Genius. idea. I mean, he, he's, he's got a ton of those. I mean, even the, the shopping carts thing was his, you know, like, um, like every, I mean, he's, yeah, he's like the brilliant mind behind a lot, I mean, a lot of, of what it is. Um, but... He did that. He he did this thing like where he would do this funny ass like old like you know um, Renaissance like voice and yeah. then just smack you in the face with the powder <laughs> and, or like the flower and while you're asleep and, and then it's like it's the worst thing. But but as soon as you fell asleep, it's like poof, right in your face. Like and then you're choking because you're like <laughs> I, can't, I can't breathe. I don't know what's happening. You know because you're waking up to like what the fuck is going on and and everyone's laughing at you and then you're just kind of like I I don't even know and you can't breathe because then you're trying to figure and then you breathe in and you just inhale like all that. I think shit. the yeah. I think the best wake up prank ever recorded. Do you know what I'm gonna say is the fart wake up, fart smack. Yeah. The fart smack was yeah. the greatest thing well, ever recorded. That was I, because it was dead serious. All right, Mark. I could for smell. Mara. You know, yo, you know how like, and you know, <laughs> you know how like. All right, let, like, let me make a weird leap of a comparison. You know how weed smells different in a bag, out of the bag, smoked on the plant, like. A fart smells different than a shit smells different than just a dirty asshole. <laughs> and, like, Brandon's dirty asshole. Like, I could smell that more than the fart. You know, like, you know you know what I'm trying to say? Like, that, just that stink of an asshole. It's like, oh, like, there, it's, just a, it's just a different smell than even the shit or the fart. So, like, that's what it all, that's what always still sticks in my head from when that happened was, was, like, the fart, whatever, dude. It was your sick asshole smell, <laughs> the, and like, and obviously the smack was hard as shit. So like, I woke up and it was like, ah, my ear was ringing, and then it's like, but the <laughs> asshole smell still, like, I could smell it right now thinking about it. Oh god! Yeah. So from our or the people that are listening that are twenty years old or whatever they are, yeah. What happened was you were sleeping, and 
Deco farted. Who smacked her? I can't remember. Was that Bam? Yeah. And then well, Bam smacked him. Well, right. No, what it was like. It was a smack fart. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what order because I was asleep. But the, <laughs> but it was like Bam had just got a new house. Um, his, his whole family, they went and like, you know, they went in and got a place. This was when things were just starting. And uh, there wasn't even furniture yet. Mm. So I got all drunk and then passed out in the room that didn't even have any furniture. I'm just laying on the ground, like just asleep up there, like trying to hide kind of. <laughs> and uh, and then like, but it wasn't that hard. You know, there's no furniture much in the house. So it's not right. hard to find some dude that's drunk and pass out on the floor. And then, yeah. And then they came up full, like just as I'm sleeping, just full slap the shit out of me. So right when I woke up, the fart happened, <laughs> you know, and it was like, fart. it was like, and, and it was like, just like, like, and you're like, oh, what? And then, but all I can think of is that asshole. Like, I still am like, that was the part. Like, the smack hurts, but we always would smack each other. You know, you, and you, you eat shit doing any of the stunts or any of that kind of stuff that you did. You'd fucking get broken off on the daily. So who gives a shit about a smack? And who cares about a fart? But it was the asshole smell that was like, <laughs> It's really, uh, you really suck with that asshole. Yeah. Does, it was, does, like, did Deco the dirtiest one? Wait, wait, I don't know. I've never been all, that like, close. Fucked to- up too, like running around, like just being idiots. So it's like it's, it's, it's not a like a clean sweaty, asshole. Sick yeah. asshole that How did you get permission? Like- I just, I just thought, how did you get permission for Dunn to jump in this shit sewer? Or did you guys just go record? Like, oh, was there was a permission? Like, I was like, that's a good idea. I don't even know if there was. You know, <laughs> yeah, I was like, just- I was like permission really wasn't our kind like, of thing hey, back can then. Can we come yeah. swim in your <laughs> shit? Tank? Yeah, 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 yeah. It, nah, yeah probably were- just going in there and doing it. Yeah, it, it, I don't. There, there was a whole lot of like that, that, that saying like beg for forgiveness. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. my favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, it was just I, I don't think. Yeah, I don't know. I mean that. It's weird because the shit factory, like, or the Duke plant, or what we call it, like a million names for it, but like basically the waste treatment center across from Bam's parents when we were growing up, like, I don't remember there really being people there much. Mm-hmm. It was just like this, like, turbine thing that would like turn the shit over. Was there a gate or did you did just. It smell? Yeah, there was gates. Okay, I was going to say, did you just walk in? Yes, it smelled whole... horrible. <laughs> it was shit. Like, it's, it was All like a time? pool of shit across the street. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was terrible. Yeah, like and then Jeez. and then we would always laugh because it would be like I mean that's how you had to make fun of it because you're like right. the fucking dude plant is like cooking today, you know, like and <laughs> and you could just smell it like but but as you know and and right now like it's it's August, you know, it's starting right. to cool off a little bit but like July, hot July, just like everybody's everybody out. in the neighborhood's hot shit is just cooking out Ew. there. Yeah, you could smell it terribly. Like fr- from up the street, you know, like, so hanging out directly across from it was just like, yeah, you just had to get, you got used to the stink after you're there for an hour or two. But like, but right when you got there, it's like, good God, what is happening right now? I'm crying. That would be terrible. Speaking yeah. of stinking, did you really get kicked out of school for rubbing shit over on the lockers? Yes. <laughs> yes <laughs> What's I the really... story? What grade were you in? Um, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, in 10th grade. No, I always love telling the story because Bam has his way. He loves to tell it like he's the whole mastermind. But um, but the reality of that was I was um, I was a little shit always. You know, like I, I loved to just like my whole idea of why I went to school was just to fuck with people. Like I didn't, I was like, Oh, there's classes, you know, like it was there. I'm here to like 
talk with people in the morning when everybody's waiting around right. for the shit. And then I'm here to like, like laugh with other people, make people laugh, do that all throughout the day. And then fuck all that other nonsense that was going on. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I had gotten in a lot of trouble just throughout, like I have a very checkered, you know, education, like where I got kicked out of seventh grade. So Bam and I went to school together in elementary, then two separate uh, middle schools. I got kicked out of that middle school. Then I came over to the school he was at. So we kind of got reconnected there. And then we went to high school together and I got kicked out of the high school. But the shit story was I had, I had this, like, I, I was a little fucker, man. Like I, I, uh, I love, I love this. I, so I would sit in the back of the bus and piss like on the bus so that when she hit the brakes, it would just soak everybody's <laughs> Like, oh my god! So, like in the grooves of the yeah, like, I know so, exactly and, what you're and, talking and, about. And also, no, like under the seats too. Yeah. So like anyone's bag would just get yeah, like it would be pissed. like a river of piss. Yeah, just a fucking asshole. So, Did you come up with this shit on your own? Or yeah, I was just a nut. Like I was just like I was just uh, not asshole. right in the head. Yeah, like and uh, <laughs> I mean, and I think that's what made sense for Bam and I to hang out because he wasn't either. Neither was Ryan. Neither was Brandon. Neither was Novak. Like it, it's just Novak was from Baltimore, but he would come up a lot for skateboarding from cheat skates and like Bucky and, uh, and those guys would, would come up and to skate up in this area for the skate park that was up in like King of Prussia. But, um, that's how we got to know Novak. But, but yeah, like it was just a bunch of sick people and I'm one of them. And then I, it just kind of was like, all right, piss in the bus, let it pour up the thing. Then I'm like, all right. And then I got into the thing, like, I'm going to piss on the steps. Like, you know, like, how there's the staircase and like in the in in the high school like it would be like a certain time of the day where everyone everyone's going them. up so i'd piss so then it would leak off the side and then just hit people and like and then just fucking run and whatever you know and just how often did you get your ass kicked in high school i never did yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think because um I, it was weird like i did i i did take advantage of the fact that i had an older brother that was that was pretty tough guy and uh and he like he ended up becoming a marine, and he, and there were some people that were afraid of him. So um, I kind of had that, and then also I just had this arrogance of like bullying people people that were like bigger than me, yeah. and like and so like in a way it was this feeling of like I'm a younger brother, I have to stand up for my you know it was like I didn't think I at the time was thinking like oh, I'm just gonna go to school and bully people today, but it was more like. I'm standing up for myself because I was a little shit, you know, like I, I, I hit puberty like in college, you right, know, right, so right. like, so it was like, I was always this little dude and just kind of had to be like, all right, we'll fucking attack them first and say shit and do this if they're going to like yeah. make fun of you or whatever. So it was that way. And I just, and also then you could kind of get like become friends with people because they're like, oh, this dude's fucking nuts. He'll like do some crazy shit. I don't want him to piss on me anymore. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So anyway, I, I got into that whole, like, it was basically, I just had a, like a fetish of piss and shit stuff. And I always thought like, just, it was so funny to me. Like 
I used, and this is twisted, but this is again into the, my twisted mind of like, I just always thought it was hilarious to think of like the hottest girl in the school is just at home having a diarrhea, like just shitting like so bad. And you're like, it was just funny to me to think like, oh man, she thinks she's so hot amongst this little clique and everybody's like, oh my God, she's just so hot. And then you're like, dude, she's just blasting fucking shit out of that ass. Like, and I would, that was where my brain would go to, you know, and just shit always became the funniest thing because everybody poops. And that was why, like, that's why I, when I did that podcast, I called it Bathroom Break because that stuff was always funny to me to think, man, people are like acting out here with their shirt and tie on like, um, yes, and then we'll do the deal after. It's like, dude, you're going to go take a shit in like <laughs> right, an right, hour. Right, like, right. Stop acting like that. And when you know, people like, shit, it's like the most vulnerable thing ever. Right, right, right. Like so, if you yeah. watch your dog shit, you realize how vulnerable <laughs> shitting is. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know what it's I mean? Exactly. Like, they're, they're like, don't hurt they're me like, right bro, now. don't look. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. are we good? Like, and I'm always like, Do you like, still yeah. love me? <laughs> like, yeah, dog, I'm always going to love you. But, um, but yeah, so then I think so that, so what happened with this shit on the locker story was, you know, after this roundabout, but we have time where we can talk. That's yeah, what a podcast go for it, is go for it. If you've noticed, I like to talk. Um, <laughs> but what happened with the thing was, okay, so Bam went out uh, for like a couple of days because he would do like skate competition things. And he went to like a skate competition. I had had uh, external uh, suspension. And so we had to make up this quiz. But the precursor to it was in the morning we had a meeting after my external suspension with my mom, my dad, and then the three principals. There was like a, two vice principals and then the main principal. And they were like, all, they all sat there and they were like, look, if you get in trouble one more time throughout the year, I don't care if it's a detention or anything, you're going in front of the board for expulsion. And this was January. And I was like, Fuck, we're gonna be here till June. I was like, I'm yeah, not making it. No. You know, like, I'm, not, I'm not gonna not shit on pistol yeah, people. Yeah, like, what yeah, are you like, talking about? Like, yeah, that's not an option. But uh, I was like, and, and it was like a detention, dude. Like, I get a detention every day. Like, I don't know, you know, like it right. was at that point where it's just there's so many of them, I can't even do them. Yeah, you're like, you're setting They're like, up well, you have 10 days of detention. I'm like, there, I, I like, you know, I also have the external, I can't even keep up with what all the they're you're writing me up for, you know. So then. I left there being like, dude, fuck this. I'm not making it. Like, there's no way I got to do, I got to go out with a fucking bang, you know, like, and I get up to the class. Then the teacher puts Bam and me and this other, uh, this other girl in the adjoining class. And they, and back then they would have like these like accordion doors and I don't yeah. know, if right. still, but it's like to separate the class and they, it, so they left it a little open and the three of us were sitting in the desks taking this makeup quiz. And as I'm sitting there, like, I just can't pay attention. I'm like, I don't fucking, I had like. I got to shit on something. Yeah, the most amount of ADHD <laughs> ever or whatever. Like back then, and the, this is in the 90s, like early 90s, like people weren't, Giving not everybody medicine. had it. You know, I was like right. one of four kids that like got. They're like, he's annoying. The, You're like, I need help. Shit back then. Yeah. And like, <laughs> and I didn't even want to do that. But like they, you know. So I was one of the, like the few, like not every, every single kid now is that. But anyway, just couldn't sit still. So I'm sitting there, and I there was this other teacher that the classroom that we were in, and I didn't really like him because I heard some pervy things about him. I heard that he was like a perv to the to the girls, the students, or whatever. So I was like, "Oh, this dude, fuck that dude." And he and I looked on the uh, the desk, and there was this coffee mug, and I was like, I looked at Bam, I was like, "Dude, 
Like, what if I fucking took a shit in his coffee mug and then just put it back on the desk? So when he gets back from lunch, there's just a turd hanging out of his. Like, and I was like, this is going to be fucking hilarious. He's like, dude, you won't do that. I'm like, I'm, I'm fucking doing it. And they're like, holy shit. Cause, cause I knew, like, I'm, I'm out, dude. Like, there's no way I'm making it. It's January. There's like six months left of school, you know? Like, and so then it was like, all right, I go to the bathroom. And uh, I go into the stall and I shit in this coffee mug. And there was like, it, the turd was like hanging over because it was like, you know, it, it was like a breacher or whatever, you know, it was like coming <laughs> out of the, you know, so there's, it's just like, like hanging out of the thing. And I come walking out of the stall and this kid, Justin, I won't say his last name, but he, he walked in and was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, and, cause he could see the shit. Cause I was trying to like halfway cover it, right? but it was just a regular like mug with a handle. Yeah. Like what and there's are you like, doing? There's a turd and then yeah. you just smell there's a shit in there. And like, and he's just like looking at me like, what? And I was like, huh, what's up? You know, and I just like wandered out. Like he was coming in to probably smoke like a joint or something. Yeah. And I'm like the, the, the freak that's like shitting and things like, you know, so like, it's like, all right, man, whatever. And I, Go out into the hallway, and then this other girl, her name is Christian, and my name's Christian. And I always remember, because when we were in kindergarten, her mom called the teacher and said that she had to be Christian because she's a girl and I'm Chris or whatever. So, like, I always laugh, but she was, like, this little goody two-shoes type. She's walking down the thing, I'm like, fuck, if she sees me, like, I'm fucking done for. She's going to tell, like, definitely. So I just panicked and then just splattered it (laughs) onto the lockers. And then, like, took the cup and threw it in the girl's bathroom. It, like, smashed in there, and there's just shit all over it. And, I, and, and when I did it, a bunch of shit landed on my foot. So there was, like, a piece of shit on my shoe. And I'm like, oh, fuck, it's going to smell so bad. Like, so I go, and I'm, like, washing it in the water fountain, just, like, trying to, pour, like, scrape it off or whatever. And then this lady starts coming out of the room, and I'm like, oh, shit. So then I was getting all nervous, so I, I go running into the room. And Bam's like, yo, like, where's the where's the cup? What happened? Like, I was like, Big dude, happened. I was like, I don't know, dude. I don't know. And he's <laughs> like, what? like, what What happened? And I was like. Oh man, oh man. And and I was like, dude, I fucking threw it on the lockers because I was like, Christian so and so was coming and she and he's like, What? I was like, no, I, 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 and, and then right then it was like quiet. You could hear the teacher that was, had walked out was on like, you know, they had those long stretch, like yeah, the, the yeah, phone yeah. with the long cord. She was the- like, um, yeah, someone defecated on the lockers <laughs> in the b And we could both hear it. And he was like, what? And then he just starts laughing. I started laughing. And I, and at the time I was like, what the fuck is defecated? Like, you know, like, and I, like, I didn't even know. And then like, I, like, you know, I'm like hearing these new terms for shit. And then somebody else was like, oh, there's feces on like on the walkie talkie. They're like, there's feces on the locker. And you're like, feces now? Like, and it's like, I'm like, there it's like, it's like, in like new Adam level Sandler. Unlocked. Yeah. It's like that Adam Sandler movie. It's like, he called the shit poop, you know, but like, but it was that like, I'm like, I'm like, okay, feces defecate. I'm like, I'm learning all of these new terms for turds. He's going to make me and, famous one day. Yeah. 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 And then, and uh, we sat there laughing so bad. And then the teacher's like, Marjara, Rab, what's so funny? And we're like, oh, like, I don't know. Like, And then they let the other kids out because they would always let the people in the B-Wing out early to like make it to the rest of the school because it was kind of off. So they let all the kids out. But he was like, you guys are staying. So we all had to like stay until the bell. But the other kids got out early. So you could hear all the kids being like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, dude, dude, dude. And you could just hear everyone like getting crazy about it. And then as we go out, bam, like he ran up to it, pointed at it. And then pointed at the principal and laughed in her face and then pointed at it. And I was like trying to just like 
put my head down and kind of go by, and I did. But then I, when I made it to the next class, I was like, oh, fuck, I'm caught, dude. Because everybody was like, yo, that was rap. That was rap. There's no way that wasn't rap. You know? and, uh, and then, like, I left that class, snuck out, ran out into the parking lot, and then they were trying to figure out where I went or whatever. And then they were, like, they were, people were, you know, they were, like, asking people who it was, whatever. I went home the next morning. Apparently, they had done a reward to, and the line was like around the door to tell on me because they were like giving a couple hundred bucks for the reward. And like, and people were just like, yeah, I mean, it's obviously him. So, um, he shits a lot. So then they, they call my mom and they're like, hey, um, yes, this is East High School. Like, we have reason to believe that your son defecated on the lockers. And she was like, yeah, he did it. And they're like, wait, wait, what? And he's like, she's like, yeah, he did it. You know, because when I told my mom, I was like, mom, I can't go to school today. She's like, why? I was like, oh. I was like, well, you're uh, like, he was a pervert, mom. <laughs> yeah, 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 I was yeah, trying yeah. to shit in his mom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah totally it's backfired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played it on the pervert. <laughs> yeah, but it was like, but it was like, uh, it, it was just like, I was telling her like, oh, uh, I shit. And then she's like, Christian, you're an animal. <laughs> and I always remember being like, oh, fuck. You know, like, because then you just disappoint your mom. Like, my mom's the raddest person in the world. Like, just, I mean, she'd have to be that, be my mom, you know, like, <laughs> but um, just so awesome. And, and, uh, and she, but when you disappointed her, you're just bummed, you know, because it was like, fuck, I didn't mean to do that. I just, I just wanted to shit. Yeah, I just wanted to shit in a pervert's mouth. You know? <laughs> right. Can you shit on command? Uh, there was a time, n- not so much now. I have a healthier diet. Uh, there was a time where I drank like crazy, and um, I thought it might have been right. squirts. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, I think you could see it in, no. in the in the full speed shit and run. Um, oh, what were you going? Squirts. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the natty splatties. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, Do you yeah. have IBS? Um, no, I think I did. Like yeah, I was as an, a teenager. I, like I'm an alcoholic, so like I'm in recovery and stuff. But. Um, but yeah, at the time, um, I just drank all the time. So like, it, it was just yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll. That's a funny story because I drank so hard, like alcoholically, and then when I got sober, we with my sponsor, we literally celebrated my first solid shit. Like we did. It was like a, it was like a, oh my god. You're like look at like it. I'm getting healthy, you know, because <laughs> like that's I a hearty actually, shit. Yeah, I got that's a real turn in the page. Dump. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah, because it it was like it was like yeah, it was like basically diarrhea for a decade. Right. You know, um, <laughs> that's soft. I got IBS from drinking for I all those a, years. I had a funny story with um with that because of the eighteen uh, X lax that I did the full shit. He like, took a bunch of X lax, ran yeah. and took a shit while running full speed. Yeah. So so uh, yeah, this is funny because because, oh my of, God. because of the age gap, like yeah, she, she doesn't you're know. Not anything. as familiar with some of that stuff, and which is good, you know. Like, but um, <laughs> it's funny because like the things from back then that I think I'm most known for was the full speed shit and oh. Kiki. Oh, bro, you I know, was just gonna ask. Yeah, where did Kiki? Well, she has no idea what this is. Can you do a little Kiki for? Um, oh yeah, so so uh, Bam's Bam's cat when we were growing up, his name was actually Whiskers. But Phil used to like be like, "Hey, come here, kitty, kitty," you know. But a kitty, kitty got turned into like, "Ah, oh, come here, little Kiki," and then, <laughs> then it just became like this weird, like that's we're like, "Was Phil calling it 
Kiki? Like, and then and then it turned into like, oh, come here, little cat. You know, and you're just like you're running after and being like, Kiki, come here. And then the cat's looking at you like, this guy is an idiot. You know, like, and I think that's what made it like fun, like, because because you're just like the cat just looks at you like you're the dumbest shit in right, the world, right. and you're being all like, come here, I just want to pet you, cat. You know, like, and you're like, and just doing that, and then we would take, you know, take the whole thing was Bam's like mom or whatever would always keep these like tv dinner things in the freezer and it was like salisbury steak mm. so like you go microwave it and trying to like feed it to the cat and then the word salisbury steak became slewsbury stew bro. <laughs> because we just kept changing it like oh get a little salisbury steak get a little slews oh come on get a little slewsbury stew bro. and then it just turned into this weird we were just doing that bam and i were just doing this like for an entire day to the cat like just torturing this cat (laughs) and the cat just but it was so funny because like the cat would just stand there and look at you like you're the dumbest shit and like and it just made it are you giving it to me or not yeah and (laughs) and like and yeah and then just like but my the stupidity of the voice and all that with the cat like was just kind of cracking us up so bad that we filmed it and then we sat there all night and bam you know he would edit a ton back then so like um we just sat there while he edited it and he would put like, all right, dude, we should put like dramatic music to it. Right, and right. then you put a little dramatic music and then it's even funnier. And then we're just laughing. And then it's like, all right, dude, get even crazier. And then you just did it. And then it got to this point where we're like, the cat like left and is like, cause, cause she didn't want any parts of us. So we're like, she's lost. And she got lost in Times Square in like New York. Like it was like this whole, <laughs> like, we just started going off on it. We're like, delu- you know, like delirious at the point. And I think as we were laughing about it and doing it, it was just like so funny to us, but we're like, nobody's going to get this and it's going to be the dumbest thing right. ever. And it was kind of like, I don't even, do you even put that on anything? And then for some odd reason, that's what people remember, you know, like I've right. seen like they, re- they remember right. the full speed shit and run because I took 18x. Like, so that was a thing that was a George Carlin bit where he was like, I know things you'll never see. You'll never see a seven foot Asian man with red hair. You'll never see uh, a man taking a shit while running full speed. Right, and right. Jess, Bam's brother, like basically like because we he turned me on to Carlin when we were super young, George Carlin. And uh and then he looked at me when we were watching the one time. He's like, "Rab, would you do that?" And I was like, "I'll fucking do that." And then, and then, <laughs> uh, and then that was a deal. And it was like, "How are you going to get it so you can shit?" And even though I drank a lot in all in those days, like I wasn't able to, like I was like not able to just fully do it. Did you do dry runs before without no, taking Xlax? No, no. Like I mean, I just no. We knew we were going to do it, and I just knew like. I don't think I could shit right now. So they're like, all right, let's just take some X-Lax. So then I get an X-Lax box and it's like, take two to four of them or something, or two to three of them or something. And I was like, well, fuck that. Just take the whole thing. And then it'll guarantee that you're going to shit. Right. And so then I ate the whole box and then we're sitting there for like an hour. And it was like, he's like, is it working? I'm like, no, I like, I don't have to shit at all. But then I drank like a half a cup of coffee on top of that. And then everything was loose. So it was like, oh, dude, get the camera. Like, we're going. And he's no, like, really? No. And he's like, yeah, this is this is happening. So then we run out, go there, do the full, like, you know. Would you get just down. run naked? Uh, I had a jock strap on. Okay. And then so uh, Bam was skating behind me with the camera. And then I just started running and just really just let go. And then shit just sprayed everywhere, like out of my ass. All It came up the front. It was all in my nuts. Like, there was just shit 
everywhere, all in the front, all in the back, whatever. And like, and as they stopped running, I'm like, this this smell like wafted up so bad. It was like, dude, dude, I got We got to keep going. Like, this is fucking nasty. So I'm like, I gotta, I gotta move. So I ran around to the side of his house, and at this time, like, this is the house that his family like bought in the new neighborhood, and it was like a nice neighborhood, not across from the shit factory. No, not from the shit factory. This is like the new house. And it's in a nice neighborhood, and there's, like, nice families and everything. And I go up to the hose and just, like, I'm trying to hose down my asshole because there's shit everywhere. And then I was like, all right. And I, as I looked under, like, I was, like, bent down. I looked between my legs while I'm, like, spraying them at and the neighbor was just standing there with like his five-year-old daughter <laughs> holding her hand, and they were both just looking directly up my asshole. And I was like, "Oh fuck!" Like you know, because 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 at that time you're like, like I had already gotten in trouble for running around naked. Like they were trying to give me like a sex offender thing right, or whatever, right, right. and like you had to get your way out of that. And then I'm like, here I am with some young kid looking up my right, ass, and like, my nuts are hanging out because I was like spraying off my oh, everything. Shit, yeah. yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> And then it's just like, fuck. So there's that. That's her first memory ever. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, I don't know, some dude. And she, I wonder if she could smell my asshole like I could smell Brandon's asshole. But it was like, so then then the the funny, the next part of that story after that is I call my mom. And I'm like, mom, I took 18X. And she's like, again, like, Christian, why would you do that? Like, she, And she's a nurse. So like, she was like, you can't, she's like, you can, you can like really bad things can happen from dehydration. You can fucking like, you know, you just have like major dehydration and it can cause like your organs and shit to like, right. basically you could have, you know, basically get, why yeah. the fuck would you take a whole box of yeah, Right. And and the thought was, well, fuck, I mean, I wanted a shit quick and it didn't even really help that it was the coffee. I probably would have been fine with just the coffee, but hey, it made for the story. So then That's she's like, all right, look, you got to take a modium to counteract right. the, the, the X-lax. So I took a modium. And in order to counteract it, but then what would happen was like just like World War Three in your stomach because you're like, oh my god, I got to shit, and you run to the bathroom. He's like, wait, I don't have to shit. And then so it was you, the whole time you had the feeling of having to shit, but it was stopping. Right, it. right. And um, let me let me get a drink of water real quick. Sorry if you get yeah. it, but um, so uh, shit really gets a man thirsty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so like. Um, we're there and Bam's like, all right, like let's go out to the bar that night. And I was like, all right, I, I feel like I'm gonna shit myself, but I'll go out. I go to the bar. I'm drinking. We're drinking. Go into that like sick bathroom that was like a 50 northern. Like somebody had like thrown up on it, you know, and all that. And then you just have to hover and like spray. Right. So there's throw up on it. Then you just spray it down with diarrhea <laughs> after that. And it was like, okay. So I come out of the thing and my stomach's feeling a little better. It was going in these things because the emodium was wearing off, but the X-Lex was not wearing off. Right. So that was just going. And Bam comes up and is like, hey, dude, like, oh, that blonde hair girl's all into you. I'm like, dude, not tonight. What the <laughs> fuck? No. <laughs> You know, and he's like, oh, you got to do it. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. Like, and it was like, you know, and he's like, no, dude, you got to do it. And I'm like, all right. So then I talked to this girl and it's like, you know, hitting on you or whatever. And then you're like, all right, cool. Like, and I brought her back to Bam's parents' house. We go in the bedroom full on, like having sex. She's on top of me. And I'm just like. Oh man, like I could tell, like I'm gonna shit myself. Oh and, and like, my god! And so, like I, tr like I, because tr my stomach was all fucked up. So I was like, oh, maybe if I just like let a little out, like that was the thought. I was like, <laughs> just if I, I was, like, a little. If I just like no, like if I just like 
tried to let like a like a like you know a how you like sneak a cheek and just fart something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I'll do that. So I go for that, but I like shit in between my butt cheeks. So it was like, and I'm like, oh, dude, there's definitely shit like in my butt. So I'm like, I wonder if there's shit like on the sheets or whatever. But so I was like, oh man, I, and I was like, oh, oh, I really need water. It's funny, I just drank water. But no, I was like, I really need some water. I got to get out of here. <coughs> and um, and so I like I slide you out. Hooking up at this point. Yeah, we're like full dick in. Okay, okay. Yeah, so like, <laughs> okay, okay. And, and then you're like, okay, okay. Uh, and so I like, I, I'm like, I'll, and I start to like slide across the bed, but trying to keep my butt cheeks together because there's shit in there. So it was like, oh my God, there's shit in there. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go get some water. And then I, I like snuck out. I went over into the bathroom right across the hallway and did a full like dumb and dumber shit myself. <laughs> like I, like, I, dude, I shit. No, I go to lean down on to like go to lean to the bathroom, fully shit all over the seat, slipped on the seat, fell off. There was like shit coming out of my butt. You had as, such a tough day. As, as it's <laughs> happening, there's shit coming out of my butt on the seat, on the side of it. There's shit everywhere and all over me. And then I'm like, fuck, fuck. Like, what, how am I ever going to get like back? How am I going to go back to this room? Whatever. And then I just like quickly turn the shower on, like rinse my whole ass off, clean that off. But I dude, hardly cleaned up anything in the bathroom. There was like shit God, everywhere. And I was like, I can't sit here and clean this shit up right now. So I'm just going to like pretend like I didn't <laughs> Did do that. Did you get to go back in? Yeah. So then Fire. I go back in with like two glasses of water, like acting like I got what a the gentleman. water. Yeah. <laughs> so I go back in and it's just like, Hey, what's up? And she's like, Oh man, you're like super thirsty. I was like, yeah, really thirsty. And you have uh, no idea. <laughs> Did she ever see the shit? No, she, she didn't see the shit in there. But the next morning she wakes up, we go downstairs and like April's like making pancakes for everybody. And it's just this weird, like, you know, there's like a mix of like th this, like, um, you know, leave it to beaver feeling of she's just over there cooking up some flapjacks. And it's like <laughs> this dude's shitting all over the thing upstairs, having sex with random girls in the parents. And then like, we're sitting there and, and she goes, wow, you were like really thirsty last night and brought it up. And Bam's going, he wasn't thirsty, he was taking, he was shitting, you know, and like, it's like, there's shit everywhere. And then he put the video on from the day before of me shitting myself on the thing. And she was like, oh my God. And she was like, so uncomfortable. It was like hilarious. Cause she was like, oh, ha, ha. April, like, the trying, girl you were fucking. The girl that, yeah, the girl that I slept with. And, um. Uh, and it was like, she's like, ha, 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 like trying to like pretend like she's in on the joke and whatever. She gets up, like walks outside, gets on the cell phone and then just walks down the driveway and then just walks up the street and just left. Like, and it was like this weird, like, oh, I just got to take this call. And then just like, and we She's watched like, her, like, nope. like no one was there to pick her up. She was like, I'll just go somewhere and eventually <laughs> somebody will pick right, me up. Right. But it was just so funny how we just wa watched her walk up the driveway like, around yep. it and then down the tree line. And you're <laughs> yeah. like, well, see you later. You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But it was like, that was the full day of what happened with the, uh, with that and i've told that story before like i did it on stage one time but it was uh it's just quite an experience of uh yeah so but shit was a major part of my life <laughs> Dude, right, so some people like cannot handle shit what do you mean like you can't talk about it you can't yeah. allude to it like as if 
we all don't right. do it. Well, that's what I find so ironic. I, should, like, I should every time I get here. I have yeah. to shit before we start the show. I should. Yeah. Like, I probably should. Oh, I like, went in there to take a pee. It smells like that. Oh, that yeah. was Robbie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so there was a hot, fresh one in there. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's a Puerto Rican butthole, not, yeah, 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 not yeah, this yeah. Irish butt. But, like, no, people will literally, like, you like you shut it down. There, I know girls in high school, if they would, like, go away to college to see their boyfriend, they would not shit. That's while crazy. they were there. That's and I'm hilarious. like, how do you not shit? Well, Jess had, Bam's brother had this girlfriend when we were in high school that swore that she didn't shit. And then Jess started being like, yeah, I don't think she did. I'm like, dude, shut the fuck. What, what? is she, fucking Kim Jong-un? Like, yeah, it was what? like this whole thing of like, Jess, you cannot believe that. And he's like, well, and then like if she wasn't there, he'd be like, yeah, I don't, you know, but like if she was there, he's like, no, like, and like, she's all yeah. defending her. Like while she's over there lying straight to her face, like, I just don't shit. Like yeah, what? <laughs> right. Like, that's what there's I'm not saying. a human like, huh? here that doesn't. And if you don't, like, what does it do? Just come out of your mouth, like in that South Park episode, where right? Just, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, uh... yeah, yeah, just sh- turds coming out the mouth. But um, but anyway, yeah. So this has really gone off the rails. <laughs> no, this is like this is better than I could ever like this. This is like my childhood. Like this is them explaining to me how they made like Mickey Mouse for the first time for older people. Like, I'm like, holy! I wanted to know. I was like, I got to know about this. What happened after the shit? You just gave me the full yeah, story. Yeah. It's amazing. So. There's other questions that are like, I have friends that obviously I grew up with and I asked, I was like, is there anything you would want to ask rap if you had the chance? Did you really marry the Russian bride? No, um, I tried to, but, uh, but MTV legal wouldn't let me do it. You wanted to? And they're like, nah. Yeah. I was in a drunken state. Uh, no, I was, (laughs) uh, I was drunk for a while there. Um, and I honestly was just in the simplistic thought of like, dude, I fucking, you know, I'm on the road. I do this, like, uh, and like, you know, this is chauvinistic and stupid and whatever. And I think I've evolved from then, but um, I think, but no, but but uh, but I think at the time it was just like it would be nice to just have like a wife that could just do all the wife shit, right. and then I'll just go like on the road, do whatever, and then there'll be like a nice fresh pair of pants and whatever you know like you you thought back then like <laughs> show bobby jeans she did her goddamn woman's work right, then we right. would be all right you know yeah, but like, like i mean but, uh, you bought a bride yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> get my bride to do her bride thing <laughs> but um but i think you know that was the mindset then when you're a dumb kid but it was like oh no this will be funny and like um and then i was like no but i should really do it because it would be a funny story to like then get divorced on the show or what you know and to just have it be real and uh, they were like, no, absolutely not. Basically, no, because if you sign that, then she'll get a part of this thing. And they actually saved my ass on that because I was stupid enough to have done something like that at that time because I was just drunk all the time and didn't give a shit. Right. But um, but then they nixed it. And then so, no. I was she a, I didn't a real legally, person or was she like an actress? Um a real person? She, was, she wasn't a uh, – I think she, she was Russian. She wasn't an actual uh, male order bride. Okay, okay. But she was like – yeah, she was basically, they got her to, like, do the part. You know, like, um, and it's such always, because this is always a bummer when people hear that. But, like, no, she was she was a girl that was from Russia that was willing to, like, pretend play yeah. a Russian male or a bride. Right. And then, uh, yeah, and then, like, I wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't call anybody that was on anything we did an actress. But, like, <laughs> you know, you know, like, like, yeah, like, she literally didn't say a word in the whole thing, you know. So, <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, then it was just, like, we couldn't do the actual marrying of a Russian or- male order bride. So, like, because MTV Legal got involved and wouldn't let it happen. So then it had to become this, like, just Russian girl that was willing to. 
but yeah, that's so that so that's always a bummer though when people are like, oh, yeah. you didn't really marry You're like nah never <laughs> and it, it's funny though because i have like an instagram and and it'll be that like it's this it's like hey uh hey guys i just because i you know i've been doing a lot of running so i i i ran the la marathon and i was like oh cool i'm psyched on the la marathon and then like one down it's like where's kiki and then two down it's like <laughs> did you shit while you were running and then three downs like well where's the mushroom bride you know like so it's like it's the, it's the you know that's the whole exact but i think it's awesome like i i you know it, it's like not that i'm not complaining about it at all i just mean it's it's awesome that i got to be a part of something that that like people watched and loved and have good memories of and and I, and I'll take that every day of the week if somebody asked me about the Russian bride or the because it's funny it's like dude it it was an idea that I had in Iceland because when I went there for the first time it was like just blown away like I swear to god this is these are the most attractive women in the whole world like it was like these women in Iceland are like insanely gorgeous. And I said that to Bam, like, dude, I wish I could just get a mail order bride from Iceland. And he's like, What? Is that a thing? I was like, Yeah, you never heard of Russian mail order bride? And then he's like, Really? And then I was like, Yeah, dude, you could just get one. And he's like, nah. And I was like, and then that's how that storyline of that episode became. But it was really because of Iceland. It was, I wanted an Iceland mail order bride, not a Russian one. But like for but, specifics. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like Iceland to me, I was like, God, because there is no no no. Like I yell either way, but I mean just like you know, when you travel the world, you're like, there's there's a different look of right, people right. from different countries yeah, yeah, and yeah. things. And and uh, and Iceland was like these beautiful people. I mean, guys and girls, you right. know, like, um, but just it was like, God damn, you know, like, yeah. um, you know, it just, yeah. So that was the idea. That's how that where that came about. I think it's crazy. That, like your inside jokes like Kiki. Yeah. It's just your friends inside jokes that became like one of the most famous things. I know. It's ever said on camera. It's kind like- of <laughs> crazy. And that's why I say like, we, you never could have known that like some dumb cat thing would be like, well, that, and oh. when you were saying that, like, Oh, we just like, didn't really think it was going to be anything. We just like put it up. Cause we thought it was funny. Like yeah. that's, that's why it, it probably I worked. Think, yeah. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? It's like authentic. Exactly. Like it was like, you guys thought it was hilarious and you were doing it cause you thought it was funny and it was fun. And that's it. Yeah. And, and so, like, that reads well, I feel like. Yeah, and I think at times, too, like, when you would start to try to think what you thought somebody would like, that right, was the worst. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, like, that that idea of we didn't think anything of it. It was just funny. It was natural. I think that's always what I said why I thought CKY, Jackass, any of that stuff was successful was because everybody's group of friends were already doing the same thing. Everybody could relate. Everybody's fucking with each other like that, making funny things, doing funny things to make each other laugh. And so that's why I thought it got successful is because the chemistry of a friendship of like the groups, group of friends, everybody had the group of friends that was doing the same thing. So it wasn't like, oh, we just came up with some whole new thing. It was like, no, this is what everyone's doing. That's why people were like, holy shit, you could just do that and then it would be a show you know like no one right. ever thought like, that yeah, like you just we just happened recording. to have a camera yeah exactly. you know and it was because phil margera bam's dad got this big old vhs camera back in the day to film bam skateboarding because bam was a good skater when we were young like we all skated but bam just had this like extra bit of crazy like all right fuck i'll launch off of this I'll like he, there was a two-story shed that we tur- that was like made into a that phil made into a fort 
and we were on this little skate team called Team X, and like it was like the neighborhood kids, and we just made it up. And April would cut X's in the back of our hair, and like that was our little punk thing when right. we were young kids. You know, we were like eight or ten, and at that point, it's like, all right, I'm gonna drop in on the half pipe, and Bam's like, I'm gonna launch off the second story of the fort into the ramp, and you're like, this that that was when you're just like, dude, this dude is above what the fuck any of us. <laughs> You know, like, and that... You're like, wait, what? Right, and that was just so obvious. So Phil bought that camera, kind of getting the sponsor me tapes together. Because back in the day, that's what you had to do, is get a little tape together to show people, like, oh, this is what I do, all my skate tricks and all that stuff. And then and then that's what got the local skate shop fairmans to, to sponsor them. And then other skate companies and stuff started to see that because of that. But, be, but because Phil bought that camera, we had access to it, and we would do a bunch of stupid skits right. and dumb things. And that's... So it really was just that... It's just like anybody else. We just had the camera documenting it, and that's what made it. And that's why I always felt like it, it became successful because everyone could relate because everyone was doing it. Because people would go, "We did that before you." I'm like, "I I know you probably did." You know, I don't it, like, and I'm like, "Yeah, my dad was like pushing people in shopping carts, and he's 35 years older than us." So like, right. yeah, we're definitely right. not the first. And it, I think that's why it worked. Though. That's why most like people like friendship. Like even with Impractical Jokers now, the reason it works. Is because the guys have inside jokes. You there's a chemistry that you can't manipulate yeah. with hiring actors to play something. Yeah. But so so basically, just record whatever you want to record and just put it out. Well, and that's I mean that's where the world is now. I mean at this point, I feel like I mean this dinosaur when it comes to like knowing what the hell's going on with social. But you're media like not at the same time. You invented. Like, you guys invented exactly. it. Basically. <laughs> yeah, well, I would not take any credit for that. But I just mean like. Um, it seems like now it's way more accessible mm -hmm. and it's awesome because people get to like, just do what you're doing. Like, I mean, you see some of the funniest stuff, like I'll say like the memes and the things people put together out there is just the funniest shit. Like, and it's cause they have access to be able to do that and make that happen right. so quick and get that out there. Whereas when we were younger, you had to make the video like shop it out of like your trunk at a skate park and then get it to get to somebody to put it in the shop and then do the shop thing. And then the people right. talk about it and it like, it was a whole different kind of like yeah. way of doing it. And like now you're like, all right, I did this funny ass thing and I'm going to put it up and people are, I'm going to have a reaction from it. Like yeah, and you can just like tag like vans or whatever. Yeah. And then it's like, Oh, then someone could see it way faster. Whereas yeah. before yeah. it's like you're hustling literal tapes yeah so it's, <laughs> like, i mean it's so it's rad to know like now and that's what's really cool i mean it can get inundated with a bunch of nonsense but it also can be some really cool like inspiring funny people that do like like i always say that to my friends i'm like dude it's amazing how fucking funny people are because you just go on there and look at a meme or look at a thing and you're like that is brilliant and hilarious yeah. and like just the way that everybody kind of gets their stuff now is so good and it, yeah, and it's rad. And you, and, and, you know, you just like, it's, it's really crazy. Cause back then we were like, well, you know, Bam's dad was like one of the only ones with the video camera right? in the eighties. Like nobody had those. Right. So then now it's like, oh shit, you know, everybody has it right here in their pocket. Yeah. So you, there's nothing stopping you from being creative right. if right. you, if you want to do If you wanted yeah. to. Yeah. Is there like a favorite stunt that you have that you've ever done? A favorite? I kind of hated all of them. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, yeah. No, I mean, um, no. There's a super politically incorrect one that I don't know that I that I always I, it always makes me laugh because it was with Rye and um, and I just love that you know because there's a funny memory. We uh, we basically got like naked and did this like 
hot fucking thing on roller. The roller. And, and, uh, <laughs> I love and that. That's your I favorite. Just, I, I just liked his his stuff, like snuggling up against my cheeks. But um, <laughs> no, it was it was funny to me because like. He didn't know, like, I played ice hockey in, in high school for a couple of years, and I played a lot of street hockey, so, like, I could rollerblade, yeah. but I wouldn't openly say that because we all skated, so I wasn't out there, like, hitting the boxes with my blades, right. but I was like, all right, I can rollerblade because I have a hockey stick, you know, like, and I always was like, that made it okay, because back in the day, like, rollerblading was like, you don't do that. If you're a skater, like, don't do it, because you're at a skate park, everybody's hard, and then some rollerblader dude, like, gets in there and fucks the whole thing up, so, like, that was the mentality back then in the 80s, or into the 90s, early 90s, when rollerblades kind of came around, and so I was like, well, if you have a hockey stick, it's okay. Yeah. You know, so, so, and I played hockey and, uh, and then I ice, I skated cause I was on the hockey team for a little bit. And so when we went out there and did this, we're like skating through the park. And that's the only way I say like, it's not really a stunt, but it turned into one because we're rollerblading and then I'm in the front and Ryan's in the back, just like pumping me as we're going by and like, <laughs> and like, and like, you know, it's just like naked dudes in the park, just like butt sex as we're like, as we're like dry, you know, riding down the path and people were like, what the fuck? Like, you know, people <laughs> that are walking in the park, like just like some nice mom and like, and like a neighborhood dad, just like, what is like, well, were you guys actually see? naked though? I, uh, I had the jockstrap on the front. He was naked. So his dick so was he, actually yeah, in his, yeah, it was nestled in, in, the, in my, uh, <laughs> oh my my love buds. But, um, but yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, it, like I, it didn't change me. I wasn't like, oh, I'm into dudes now. It was just like, hey, this is fine. This is comfy. And, and look, <laughs> and the way that I know that he wasn't into it is he didn't get erect. You know, it was just, it, right. was, it was a limp dick. So Science, it, wasn't, it wasn't gay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I, I remember Tremaine had always said that. Like, because I, I said something about Novak one time with something in his limp dick, and he's like, "Well, technically, it's not gay; it's limp." I'm like, <laughs> that's a good point, actually. Right, right. Um, so, so, but, uh, but yeah, no. So, um, when that's happening, we're like pumping, going down the uh, down the the road, and uh, and I'm like, okay, we're done. So, like just slow down because we're like cruising down the hill on the rollerblades getting faster and faster so as we break out of that out of the sex position then ryan like didn't know how to rollerblade so, so stop. yeah and then i just like did like a hockey stop and stop he's like what the fuck and like as he's flying by, he's like how do you know how to stop and then like <laughs> he couldn't stop and he went flying and broke his arm but naked <laughs> yeah and like and he broke the bone right in here like it's -uh. this really hard bone to like break and it's really hard to fix so he had to end up getting screws in his arm because he couldn't stop and he went flying and he was all pissed. He was so much more pissed at me that he didn't know that I knew how to rollerblade. Cause he thought, <laughs> why wouldn't you tell me? He's like, yeah, he thought we were both just getting into this and just going down a hill on rollerblades. And like, we didn't know. So we're both fucked. And then I just like exited out and like right, stopped like, all nice. And he's like, what? <laughs> you know? Like, and then broke his you arm. Yeah. yeah. And broke his arm. And it's, I forget this is like, this weird bone. Cause there's like the two bones yeah, and then the there's rest. this weird little bone in there. But, um, yeah, he had to get screws from it, and he was always pissed at me for it. Like, <laughs> but uh, but it was just funny. So that was like not a stunt, stunt. But um, was that Jackass or CKY? That, that it, the, it had that to both? be CKY because Jackass wouldn't put it on. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so that's what Jack or that's what CKY three was was basically the outtakes of shit that was not allowed to be on Jackass. What was like the merging of the CKY and Jackass guys like? 
uh, a match made in heaven. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like behind Wait, the scenes. How? How did that happen? So um, through skateboarding. Through, so, okay. so so Jeff Tremaine was um, was the, the like head editor of uh, Big Brother Skate Magazine, mm-hmm. and that was like this gnarly skate magazine that had just like tits on it. You know, like some dude's dick hanging out. Like somebody else eating a pile of dog shit to win to get some trucks and like for skate trucks and like it was just like this crazy magazine that was like all of like the like you know like sub culture sort of stuff that like everybody was interested in like Thrasher and Transworld were like just like regular skate right and this was like oh man there was a set of tits and then some dudes nuts were hanging and like, there was like photos just of crazy OD, shit like just yeah. extra yeah 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 yeah. yeah. And uh, and so those guys like Tremaine, so Knoxville worked at the magazine to do like some art. He was like doing articles, writing articles of like funny shit, and he was doing this whole thing of like the um, what is it? Um, uh, I'm drawing a blank right now. But the um, when you're like doing the he did the, the pepper spray, yeah, he got the, tased, um, self defense stuff. Like oh, oh uh-huh. he did a self defense test, and he was like. Pepper spraying himself, tasing himself. Shot himself. He shot himself at one point, but he like they wouldn't let him use that. So like he put on a bulletproof vest and shot himself with a thirty eight, and uh, nobody wanted to film it. So he went out in the woods. Like it's actually in the dumb uh, Big Brother documentary. Pretty gnarly dude. Knoxville is gnarly dude. Like he, everyone will be like, "Oh, Steve O's crazy," and Steve O's crazy, and he'll do wild shit. But Knoxville is the dude like. Where you're like, dude, he's just getting in the ring with that bull again? Like, fuck. <laughs> for you why? Know, like, yeah, and, like, I mean, he'll just do stuff that, like, for some reason isn't as over-the-top crazy-seeming when you do it, and you're like, that's actual death right, right there. Right. You know, and, like, and just the stuff he does is, like, he's the fucking gnarliest dude. I'll like, piss on guys, but I'm not getting shot. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's, a, and, like, just getting hit, like, flipped by that bull and, stamp, like, stomped. You're like, dude holy shit like he's crazy like crazy crazy but anyway those guys were all doing stuff and Pontius is a skateboarder we man skateboarder um we man's name is jason akuna but like um but yeah he, they skated and they would be in the big brother magazine there was clips of them doing all this and Pontius is always just like a funny kind of eclectic dude um that would just be you know like weird sense of humor and those stuff and so Tremaine loved him so much, put him in the magazine. Steve-O was a wild ass that was just trying to always film stuff and send it to Tremaine to get into the magazine. Mm -hmm. So the magazine was like that whole, their whole thing. And they came out to Philly when we were probably like maybe 14 or 15, they came out and shot a photo of Bam Ollie and over Phil in this, um, like at this little like train spot, like train station spot in Philly and they put that in the magazine, and then that created the relationship between Bam and Tremaine, and uh, and that just kept going for a couple of years. And then when we made the CKY videos, Tremaine was like, yo, I'm in the process of... Because Big Brother had made a video called Crap, I think, and then um, and that was similar to what we were doing. And what we were doing was, I mean, you know, the similar stuff, similar sensibility, but like different things. And so he, Tremaine was a mastermind behind it, seeing it like, yo, if I get the dudes that I'm doing this with and get Bam and the dudes that are doing it there and we get together, then we have this awesome like team of people all doing the craziest shit. And it's like a whole cast of people. And so then he took clips from the self-defense thing with Knoxville and then 
um, clips from the Big Brother video and then clips from uh, from CKY, put that together, and that made the pilot of Jackass. So Got then it. that was brought to MTV and Comedy Central, but MTV t- took it and bought it. And uh, Spike Jones was the main connection there because Tremaine and Spike are friends, and Spike was involved in skateboarding and BMX stuff. And so he was in that world as well and it was just all kind of everybody knew everybody through skateboarding and that's what brought it all together but when we first started doing it i remember i always laugh and i tell jermaine that because like he's like probably 10 years older than me and uh i'm and i'm i'm 43 now but i was 19 when we were doing the pilot and he came out and him in Knoxville, maybe Tremaine's 11 or 12 years older so like he was like 30 31 and Knoxville was like 29 at the time, like PJ's, that's Knoxville. That's his like real name is like Philip John, but then he went by Johnny um, for the show. And Knoxville's where he's from. Mm-hmm. That's not his real last name, you know. So like, right. But when we met him, we met him as PJ and Jeff. And I remember being like to Bam, like, who are these old ass fucking dudes? Hanging out with teenagers. Yeah, like because we were nine. Like nine, Bam and I were right. both like now. Bam had just turned twenty, and I was nineteen. We're, but we we're the same year. And like our, our other friend who was old, Rake, was like twenty four. Uh-huh. You know, so like thirty was like you're old yeah, as yeah, dirt. Right. You know, and I always tell Trey that he's like, oh, motherfucker, and I'm like, no, but like. It seems old, and then when you get to be twenty nine, you're like, oh, "I'm young as shit." Uh, right. But I, I didn't know that, and like, so I just remember being like, "Who are these old ass dudes?" And then, at, over the course of like the week or two that they were there when we were filming the pilot stuff, we just became so close with them, like, because they're just funny as fuck, and there was the exact same, like, they matched your energy, sense of, yeah, of humor and everything. Right. And I, I tore my rotator cuff like in a shopping cart thing on the first episode of Jackass. And Knoxville immediately ran in, like, helped grab my arm. Like, I had to put it on his head because he's tall. Right. And my arm was stuck like this, like, out of the socket. So he's, like, you know, six foot, six one or something. And, like, it was like, oh, okay, I got to keep it up there on his head. And he just helped. And right away, just like, oh, this dude's, like, he's he's one of our boys. And it was just, like, immediately a connection. And, again, just the same funniness and, like, you know that you know as you go through life, you realize how special that is. I think when you're younger, you don't think about it as much, but you realize how special it is that somebody has the same sense of humor as you, and that like you don't feel like you have to censor yourself to somebody. You know, like right. when you're around some people, you're like, um, is it okay if I say shit? Yeah. You know, and like with them, it was just there was never a thought. It was just immediately the same vibe. Right. And and uh, and that's how we got close. And then you know, and same with Steve and Dave England and Pontius and. Everybody, like, I mean, all of them, you know, obviously Aaron and and uh, and Jason and, and Preston as well. And it was just like a connection. Like when we, we went out to California, too, and we would be in the offices and starting as it was starting. It's just like they just became your brothers. You just were laughing and you're going through like and not to compare it that but you're going through war together because you're right. kind of like somebody's shitting on your face like and things are and you're, and you're just having to get over it laugh at it and do that like that right. creates a it's bond. cool too though because i feel like guys don't a lot of guys are not down to like mesh with new guys yeah do you know what i mean yeah i think you have your boys and then you're like who is that yeah and you're skeptical so at that's first. cool that like everyone was just like no this is like but what yeah, it, is it felt instantly like yeah. they were already right. your friends anyway right. yeah that's you know? amazing yeah speaking so, of similar similarities do you feel like dave england stole your shtick 
Because he's like a big shit guy, too. Stolen? No, no, no. He uh, he just always did that. He always did. You we're guys like, both were, we're, you guys we're, like we're met each other like brothers. shit guys? Yeah, we're shit brothers that were separated at birth, I think. Like the know? Mighty Ducks with the two yeah. guys meet? Like, like, the Bat Brothers meet? <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, you shit, yeah. too? Yeah, we're, just, we're, we're, we're shit brothers for life. It's um, like a fetish, I feel like. When I went to high school, someone we, there was like a pooping bandit. Yeah. Yeah, that's the same the thing. thing in high school. They always, shit, they always he put would shit, shit in, the, in the water fountains, yeah. in the locker, yeah. in the elevator. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's a what? thing. I mean, it's definitely a thing because it is like a fetishy thing, I guess. I mean, I, I'm not the dude that's like, yeah, please take a actually, shit on my chest, yeah, but right. like, but I mean, if you did it's just, it, whatever. whatever. But um, but I I think like we just always had that same sense of humor. But dude, when uh, I when I was doing my podcast back then, Dave came on and we just like exchanged shit stories for the whole time. But I, I fucking love Dave. He's funny as hell. Um, no, I would never, it was, it was never like he took my, or anything like we just both had that same sense of humor. You guys both it was just so love shit. Funny. Yeah, I love it. Um, and yeah, and he, yeah, and it, it is, we could really like sit for days and share shit stories together. And, uh, and he, he's like, you know, he, to me, he's one of the funniest dudes and, and not to be about that, but I just feel like, and not that I say he's underrated, but I, I, he's a dude, him and Pontius, I mean, and Brandon DiCamillo, like, those those guys are dudes that like I could just roll on the ground fucking laughing mm-hmm. for days being around them. They're just the funniest fucking people. Like yeah. you know Dave and Pontius too. Like out of that out of out of the guys that were from um, out west and then and then DiCamillo, obviously he's just a brilliant comedy mind. But um, but those two like the sweetest people. They're the people I keep in touch with a lot. Um, Pontius is. Um, uh, his son was was due the same day as my daughter, so like our babies were born very close uh, to the same date and stuff. So we're we became parents at the same time, and and there's such an awesome bond there between that, and uh, and also they're just fucking funny. But yeah, Dave England is like, dude, I love that dude. He's he's hilarious. I love the. I would love to see you guys just like shitting together. Have a shit off. Like, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so speaking of uh, here's what, speaking so about anyway, Dico. hi, how are you? <laughs> Literally, I'm like Justin and the shit. <laughs> so speaking about uh, you were speaking about Dico earlier. So uh-huh. yeah. uh, I watched uh, Borrow Happiness the other day. Great movie. So it's <laughs> yeah. kind of a movie to describe. It's like a movie about guys that spend all of the time drinking at a bar, no matter what's going on around them, like no matter how bad their life is falling apart around them. They're all just drinking. Yeah. Y- yeah. You know, uh, that was like, I would call it like my film school, like short film that I did kind of like in, in the sense of, um, you know, I went to college. I did, that was actually, I did get a gr- degree in that. But at that time where I went, Shippensburg was like, not really, they, they gave me a degree because I was on MTV basically. But um, I mean, I did the work or whatever, but like, it wasn't, you know, weren't going there to be like, oh, okay, I'm going to get, like, introduced to Scorsese. Like, if you go to fucking USC, yeah. like, that's a real film school. Like, so where I went um, at the time, and I think, I mean, it's evolved insanely in the last 20 years because that was 20 years ago. But um, but at the time, it was like there was, like, a squirrel's nest in the van where we were supposed to film the basketball game. So mm-hmm. it was not, like, top-tier yeah. film school. But, um, but that's what I did. So I always had an interest in making film and doing that stuff. So later on after the um, Viva La Bam years and things like that, I was like, oh, I want to figure out how to direct and do that stuff. So that's what Borrowed Happiness was. It was this opportunity to like learn how to do the process of it. I mean, obviously we did Haggard, um, but I was just like a little part in front of the camera in that. And then this was like I did my chance to like 
learn producing and directing and things. So there's, there's a lot of mistakes and there's a lot of things that I learned from doing that. But, um, but it was so fun to work with friends and, uh, and just have a good time. But yeah, the storyline was I had just gotten sober and, um, and I had this like, you know, the concept of borrowing your happiness from the bottle, mm-hmm. you know? So it was like, Oh, this is too serious. You know, like, I don't give a shit. This is what I want to do. This is where I'm at in my life. And, and like, sometimes, you know, like if you're the guy that shits on things, you're like, just go back to shitting on things. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's cool too. But like, I want to do this. So, um, so I did that and it was, it, I did it with a friend of mine that, um, we had bartended together when we were younger and, um, and we had this funny thing of like, dude, these same people come in and like Miller Lite Dave gets the Miller Lite every time, like gin and tonic Jeff gets that. And there's this. And there was a dude who came in who was an artist and he would like hang his paintings around the 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 bar. And then like, you know, you'd always be like, yeah, it's cool, but like $3,000? Who the hell's going to buy that? You know? And people would though, because it was like at this bar where there was like rich people. But, um, but it was just funny to us. There was always the guy that like he came in dressed to the nine, like the ladies man kind of guy. And you're like, this is not the bar to be the ladies yeah. man at. Like there's, there's maybe one divorcee right. over there <laughs> and she's taken, but like, you know, so it was just like these kind of people and we're, and together we wrote this thing where we're like, Oh man, there's these, these characters are all kind of the same. And we wrote them down and and just put this kind of little script together and then made it with Brandon and Rake and, and Bataro and uh, Lord Bataro from CKY, if you yeah, know, yeah. Hey, Mustard Man. Um, yeah, shout out to Mustard Man. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so then we uh, went and made this, and it, it was a lot of fun. It was a super amazing like learning experience to just figure out, okay, this whole process. And at the time, that's when I was getting into the camera work and becoming a cinematographer and doing that. Um, and that's what I do now. I like that's what my main gig is 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 um, producing and, and and doing all the cinematography for videos and stuff. But um, but then it was like I was learning, so it was like you know I would say it's not like it's not some cinematic masterpiece, yeah. but it was fun to it was fun to like do it. And uh, Brandon was was awesome as always. Where did the rabbit painting come from? And why oh, our it? our friend Bethany, um, she, our friend Bethany, she's a, was an awesome artist. She she did it, and uh, and it was like last minute too, because we were like, hey, because there was this painting in our the bar we were at where yeah. the dude did this like, I think it was like a take on like a comic book cover, but he did it was like this big turtle, yeah. and there was like a weird like jeep driving out of the thing and like and then like we're like what the hell so we did a take on that instead of the turtle she did like the hair yeah you know like like so it was a rabbit and with like it with like a whatever forget what was on it it was like a gun or something i can't remember exactly but but it was like yeah it was it was obsessed with it in the movie yeah yeah and so he was playing the artist you know and then like doing his like his work or whatever and he was trying to sell it and then really what it was was like the bar owner just wanted to buy it so he could take it off the wall and get rid of it but, but like, yeah, he, so he wanted to get rid of it and, but was acting like he loved it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you really sing in the movie? Did I really what? Sing. No. Play the singer. No, I, I didn't no. think so. Like, girl was like, you think he's singing? I was like, I don't think that's his voice. Wait, what voice? What was it? You were singing at the bar. Yeah, no, I know, but I, I, I don't, don't remember I don't who's, remember. I don't know. It sounded good, but I was no, like. No, then it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely wasn't me. I can't sing to save my life. Um, but no, yeah, I, I have an awful voice. Um. <laughs> But no, um, I think that was like, that was like this takeoff flock of seagulls mixed with, um, Doyle or from Danzig or no, is it, is it Doyle that does the full point? 
I think it's Doyle, yeah, and uh, or from not Danzig. What am I talking about? From Misfits, um, but uh, but he uh, he did that like that point with his hair, and so oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that was kind of the take on that. I did this weird point with my hair, and then yeah, we were. It was like flock of seagulls mixed with like some other weird thing, but um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it was just just kind of fun, just to like goof around with friends yeah. and, and learn that but it was fun to have brandon in it and like yeah. he's always funny like we we pretty much like when we write the script it's like all right and then rab will say this and then brandon's is just blank and then it goes <laughs> to the next thing and then you just don't fill in any of his dialogue just let him yeah you're like cool. just let him do whatever he's gonna do because <laughs> whatever it is is gonna be way better than i could ever think of so that's how you do it with brandon like i mean his mind works in a whole different way so yeah he's on a different level yeah every time i've God, CKY the rap was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, everything he's done. That, we always say that stuff would, would get you canceled quick now. Yeah, but, you um, can't do the CKY rap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was funny then, you know, like uh, when when you're allowed to be offensive and people knew you didn't mean it. Yeah. You know, Dude, like, I, can, I can still rap that entire song. Oh, yeah. Like, there's like a few songs I can rap in its entirety. CKY rap. Oh, gee, man. Shoot a little on the chin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Can, that was probably the first song I learned from like first word to last word yeah ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah 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 was it a freestyle yeah. he just came with that yeah, yeah 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 Jesus no he God. did a whole ton of them yeah, yeah like that one incredible. stuck out because it was just so like he just kept going and it was ridiculous but um but yeah there, there there's a whole bunch of them that he does that just and he's like that and he did um he did a bunch of prank calls too that yeah. like I don't know if you ever heard those, uh, but yeah, yeah. Bro, you, um, you know who you're talking to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Huge fan. But like, but yeah, but like the one where he just calls up like the dog fence thing, and yeah. he just goes like, um, you know, like he's like, I want, you know, he's like, how many callers do you want? He's like, well, I have call waiting, and he goes into like this whole thing about like how many callers he could have on his phone. He's like, no, I'm talking about like dog callers because he wanted to do a dog fence for kids. He was ta- he called up and was like I have a I have a, like a daycare uh-huh. and I want to put in a dog fence and then have the kids wear the collars so that they won't get out and the lady's like what we can't do that and he's like no 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 like between you and me like we're not nobody has to know you know and she's like no no we can't and then he like and he just goes into this whole riff on this whole thing but like his his ability to just make stuff up on the, on the fly is like is so yeah Speaking of fly, I've really got to piss. I'll be right back. Cool. Oh, I'm like, man. what do you have to poop? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll join you. <laughs> I just like the I like the swing because I do lean back and I do have to look like this a lot because I do ask people questions. Mar just kind of is a fairy tale, you know, fairy garden, whatever she is. <laughs> yeah, she's a little whatever. Fairy tale, fairy garden. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. That. Speaking <laughs> of fairy tales, do you have a scat kink? Me? Yeah. Oh no. Scat. Uh, you know, because remember you're asking because like because I, I love shit. everything to do with shit. Oh, oh, you know what's funny because scat porn is like huge in in Germany or whatever. We've watched so it a few I, times. I went over. <laughs> I might have seen it, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, no, we went over. We were. It was so funny. We were over there with CKY band. Um, I toured with them a lot when we were younger, and uh, we went all around the world and shit. And like we were in Berlin, I think, and the guys were like. Oh my God! It's it's Rab himself. Rab himself. Are you going to Shiza on the stage? <laughs> and I was like, no, no. But we said, like, my yeah. one buddy always says that, like, you're going to Shiza on the stage, you know. And uh, no, but I just never got into like, I don't need somebody to shit on me. I don't want to shit on anybody while I'm fucking. Like that's that's not a that's the, not. They don't need to cross. Yeah, I mean, I think if you ask, uh, we always I always joke like if you asked anybody I ever had sex with, like he's pretty average. It's not. It's <laughs> boring and and then like and i'm like i'm a pretty vanilla person when it comes to that there was a there was a period of time where like if you're running around having fun 
you're with a strange person and they're like, oh, this dude must want to get punched or kicked or choked or whatever. I'm like, I'm not fucking into that. Like, you know, like right. there'll be somebody like, oh, well, fuck, he probably needs his nipples tweaked all hard. You're like, oh, God damn it. You know, like, but you just dealt with it because it was like, all right, that was the thing. Or they'll bite you real hard. And you're like, I- I'm not into this. Like, you know, but I need so, a safety yeah, word. I'm a boring person. <laughs> I just want to have normal I, sex. I, I seem wild on a video, but like it was like, uh, and, and especially as I've gotten older, for sure, just like. Oh man, has your daughter seen like your old stuff? How no, no, she? she's three. Okay, yeah. <laughs> are you are you nervous? I think I'm a better better parent than that. Um, uh- for her to yeah, figure it three out. Three years eventually. old, just like to clockwork orange her eyes and make not her right watch now, all of my shit. Saying, yeah. like, <laughs> when she's like eight. Suckle ride, helping the shit out of me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Ride. Like, imagine being like 13 years old and realizing like your dad. Like, right. like the rollerblades and the, yeah, 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 you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. you'd be like, dad, I mean, what you the know, heck? I certainly didn't think that through back then. Right. Um, I remember it was funny because April would say that to me. So the day that I did this shit, she's like, Chris, what the fuck are you doing? Like, like, how are you going to get a job? Like, right. how, and, 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 and the irony of that was. You that, got the job that, from shitting. Yeah. Like after. After the Jackass days and like and all that, like when I was going on set to like go film a show, people were like, "Yo, that's the dude from Jackass. He fucking shit on things. Like, get him the gig." You know, I was like, "Dude, it got me so many jobs." Like, and it was funny that she like that was the whole thing. It was like, "You're never gonna get a job," and I was right. like, "It actually helped everything." The best resume of all time is you running and shitting, yeah, and saying Kiki, yeah, because <laughs> it's like, oh man, there's an icebreaker. They're like, "All right, this dude is not gonna be uppity," you know, right, like he's right. gonna he's gonna be like down to earth, one of us, because that's the kind of the shit, and it it just works that way, and that then it, it helped it out. But um, but I think to answer that question, I think like the only one like in my family that's old enough is my one nephew or two nephews. Now they've. Uh, um, seen some things and <laughs> um but my my sister-in-law like and my brother they'll they'll just like show him like oh he did the naked zamboni at the ice rink and that was funny you know right. like something that was on jackass right. or whatever like and that stuff's funny like i don't know that they're just like hopping right into the he shit all over himself right. video but right. like but I'm sure they found it and they, they know like, and it's, and it, it's all like, good, you know, yeah, like, like savage. And, yeah. <laughs> and, right. And like, and we live in a time now, I think where that stuff's not even outlandish. Like right. where, and it's like how it's delivered to them probably too. Yeah. You know, if you're, if it's like their parents are like, yeah, like this is what uncle Chris used to do. It's like, what? And yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. funny. You yeah. Know yeah. I mean? Right. It's right. It's like, whatever. And, and I think like in 2000, like when Jackass came out, we did the pilot and like, early 2000 i think yeah early 2000 we did the pilot then then it aired in october and when it came out like senator lieberman's like this show has to be canceled this is the worst thing in the world like every kid's trying to do these stunts and and, like this was awful and it was like what are we doing we're corrupting our youth and like the truth was we probably were but 100 100 but like now when you look at like what's acceptable like yeah, it's like I, a drop like in the I'll, bucket yeah like <laughs> like i always joke like you go into a grocery store right now and it's like it'll be like drop that beat suck that dick bitch suck that dick i'm like that's fucking grandma over there and they're just like smacking balls around in the in the song you're like what the fuck like how, this is just cool now like right. you know because back then you're like you did something like that there we was doing. like a standard yeah what we were doing was like offensive and now you're like this isn't offensive they're like that's cute 
you know, and like, oh, you shit on yourself and you just, you run around, hey, that's cute. And then, then now it's just like this other level. Right. So I feel like when my daughter's old enough, like, it'll just be like boring. Like, dad's a nerd. Right. You know, like, like, why would all you, do you did that? was, all you yeah. did was get Ryan Dunn's dick up your butt. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it wasn't yeah, even yeah. hard, dad. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly. She, yeah. She's like, it was lamp. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you couldn't even get him hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yes, exactly. It's embarrassing now when you say it in that way. Yeah. So I didn't have anything he was interested in. I can understand. But yeah. No, it's funny. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's just, yeah, yeah, you don't think about it, but then eventually it'll be whatever. Right. So you were speaking yeah. about. She's my kid. Her sense of humor is probably going to be similar. Fucked. Right. Yeah. <laughs> she is funny as shit, and she's only three. Like, she's already hilarious with every little thing. Like, like weird little, like, Damn, that was fucking funny. Right, right. You know, You're like, like, oh, she's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you find it ironic having to clean up her shit? Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just, it just, it checks all the boxes, right? right. I mean, I've got a, got a shit fetish, and now here I get right. to do it on Perfect. a regular basis. Um, no, but really, at this point, she's, she's out of that space. She just shits right in the toilet, Not, you know. So that's, she's, she's, uh, she's a big girl now. That's but, awesome. um, but yeah, no, it was funny, man. Like. Um, no, I, yeah. and that's, I think what we talked about, about like everybody shits and how people right. make it like, it's awkward. It's like, dude, eventually you're a parent and you're wiping somebody's shit and don't act like you're not like, what do you, right. what are, if you are not, they're just sitting in a shit diaper. Yeah, like, like you're an yeah. asshole. Yeah. Yeah. So like, <laughs> yeah. So eventually you're just like, all right, they're shitting. I'm shitting. We're all shitting. Like everybody, if you're eating, you're shitting. So, right. um, yeah. So then it just, yeah, I think as a parent, it makes it way easier too. Cause you're not like. Oh no! There's a stinky poop. Right, you know? that's <laughs> like, like I get in there. hang out with this guy, and I'll take my dog on walks, and I'll have to obviously pick up the shit because I'm not <laughs> a trash individual. Yeah, or I sometimes I'm a trash individual. If I forget a bag, whatever. But usually oh, I'm you're picking that up person, the shit. Like if I go you said run. usually. How yeah. many times out of like? So oh, give me like a, if it's like a week. Yeah, like how many times out of four would you say? Like out of four weeks? No, just say the dog four, poops four times. How many times out of four times are you picking up the poop? No, no, like four. Out of like ten. Fifteen times? Yeah. Like ten, eleven. Oh no, so that's there's a like bad. four random shits out there. Cause that's the but thing. my dog like curbs himself. Like he will find a curb. Like I have a big pit bull, but he will like He's very particular about where he poops. He's either a dainty shitter. He likes to poop on grass, gotcha. which we live in the city. It's not really the vibe. I get you, it. He'll find like a squirt of I like gr- to poop on grass. grass too, yeah. And I think it lessens the blow, you know? It is. It's just yeah. like a nice little Yeah, cushion. there's no splash. Like, yeah. you know, like when you shit in a toilet and then just <laughs> right. the splash kisses you. But he'll like, fi- he'll like go under like the back of a car and like get against the curb. So he'll like shit like right under someone's back tire basically and i'm like oh whatever <laughs> fuck it that's great and it just splatters <laughs> it's their car like, it's not like you're, someone's gonna you're a fucking terrorist bro because it's under a bumper <laughs> yeah but then it, their, their tire is gonna just tire, spray yeah. the shit all over their car you're Hopefully a fucking terrorist Laura. Well, whatever. <laughs> no, it's so funny because I think like back in the day there was just shit fields everywhere. You know, like no one ever picked up their dog shit. Like this, right. uh, this, this happened. Like I think this happened like twenty years ago. You know, like but before that it wasn't like that. I said so, this shit at least once a week as a kid. 
Yeah. I mean, and everybody's yard was filled with dog shit. You know, like... <laughs> you remember at my house? Yeah, we like, had a... We, we yeah, all like, got at my house. It was yeah. a trampoline. But we had two dogs and there was just shit everywhere. I was like, watch shit, watch yeah, shit. Yeah, Nobody yeah, picked yeah. it up. Like, no one was doing that. But then nowadays, I feel like we got so spoiled that, like, if someone doesn't... Like, the other day, I went for a run and I stepped in the turd. And I was so annoyed, like, yo, clean up your shit. And then right. I'm like, ah, well, you know, whatever. Yeah, like, like, ultimately, at the what end goes of around the- comes yeah, around. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you can't be too annoyed, like, oh, I stepped in a little shit while, like, Carol, the fucking janitor, had to clean my shit oh, off of the locker. Right. That was the biggest, actually, that was the biggest bummer about that whole thing was, like, the sweetest lady that I love the most is who they're, like, putting up to the job. It's right. Like, oh, it can't be the bitch, like, vice principal lady that I hated. Right, right. You know, it has to be sweet Carol. Like, that sucks. <laughs> Sorry, Carol. You know? <laughs> That's yeah. hilarious. It's not a good thing. It. I just... Like, to be scared of shit is just not the vibe. No. It's yeah. just like a waste of your You're energy. not going to make it through life. I yeah, mean, like, life is filled with shit. Like, your dog, your kid, yourself, probably your parents eventually. I, like, I thought that we might talk about poop a little bit during this podcast. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Usually it's just me the one talking about shit. Nobody else wants to talk about well, it with me. you brought the right guy. <laughs> uh, so excited. <laughs> talking about your shit. You probably, have the, you probably have one of the most famous shits in history. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's, yeah, there's been a few. You but, should yeah. sell your turds, like, you dude. It was funny sell. because so so like my Ain't my no one way. buddy, so Darren Miller, uh, lead singer songwriter for uh, CKY, was um, he, he's an amazing bud of mine. But uh, his younger brother's awesome friend of mine too. But they had an older brother, and they're kind of like my family because I have there's three boys and a girl, but they just had three boys. But the oldest brother was like my oldest brother's age. Then my next brother was Buds with Darren, who's the lead singer of CKY. And then the youngest was a year younger than me, but um, but we hung out. So I never met the old brother. And he comes out to California. And it would literally, him and his wife had a convertible car. So right when we met him, they were like, oh, this is perfect. Like, hey, do you mind... If uh, Franz or, or whoever it was with us, if they get in your convertible with the camera, because Rab's gonna do something, and they're like, "Yeah, sure," like, and they we just met them, and they're like, <laughs> they're driving next to us, and then it's like, I just stick my ass out the window and took a shit out of the van, seventy miles an hour, and the shit goes like flying down the van and smears on, and like it, I don't, it didn't get into their car or whatever, but the second I met them is like my asshole just comes out of the window and this shit goes pouring out of it. And it's like, oh, hey, nice to meet you. Thanks for letting us use your car and, like, to film it. You know, but that I'm was like, yeah. yeah like, They're like, what? Yeah, that, that reminded me of that moment. Like, God, that's such a, an awesome way to meet somebody. Can you shit without poop? Or, can, yeah, can you, you shit, shit without, without pooping? Peeing? No. Can you shit without peeing? Because I can't shit without peeing. I know. I don't think that's a thing, right? Is that possible? Because isn't Wait, that that poo poo pee pee thing? I have, if I'm pooping, I have to pee. At the same time? Not, I mean, it has to happen at, when I'm sitting on the toilet. I can't poop at all without a little bit. you ever just dump and then get up and get out of there? Like, you have to pee, too. Right? So every time you poop on camera, is there pee in your pants? Uh, oh, no, no. You just hold it. You, I try to hold it once. Oh, it you work. mean you... you so, so if I'm pooping... it does trigger a pee right yeah. now. No, so she's right. Like, you do it at the same time. Yeah. So you like? Oh. I didn't know. Like, no, mine's more of a shit than a piss. <laughs> so okay, confused. or a piss than a shit. If I'm if I sit down to poop, pee's coming out of my dick no matter what. 
Yeah, yeah. It yeah. doesn't spray forward. Well, if he's got a little ding, if he's got a little, Novak, if, he's, if he's got a little Novak ding, it'll spray forward. <laughs> well, I, I, I can't assume. I don't know. I'm no, just if, if you have a dick, it's hanging it just down there. Down. Yeah, but if you have an egg cord, it might but spray like, straight out. If you're sit, like. It's hanging down when you're standing up. I'm trying to figure like, out if he was peeing his pants or when he was pooping every time. I wasn't trying to explain how I think. Where did the explanation of where my piss comes out even come from? She's I'm basically just... trying to figure out how small you are right now on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, babe. Baby, I'm yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got, we've got, yeah, we've got a, a judge right over here. There's a baby in her belly good. because of my dick. So yeah, It's good. So I guess it, it doesn't really have to be that big. To, I mean, your dick so is probably. Not, it's not the tuna can. Whatever, because I just looked that up because Bam would always say that somebody would, or Knoxville would always say Bam had a tuna can dick. <laughs> and it was like, it's like, I guess I looked it up on Urban Dictionary and it says like a tuna can dick is like the small, like your dick is wide, but like so little that like it's hard for people to even have sex with it. <laughs> you know, and you're like, yeah, so at least we know he doesn't have a tuna can dick because somebody's pregnant over here. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, thank you. That's the best compliment I've ever received. <laughs> so you were talking about earlier, huh? Okay, so you were talking about you're like, huh, what's that, honey? You want to go on about how great my dick is? <laughs> I'm not going to stop you. You're you're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give her a mic. Give her a mic. Let her talk about my yeah, dick. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah get it. It's not yours, but you know. Huh? Oh, man. It's like, it's like the baby's not yours. If he comes out anything but Irish, I'm like, really upset. Scratch that. It is, it, it is, yeah. yeah. Too soon, too soon. It's just like Rob. It's a, it's a half it's a half Rob, Rob over there. He doesn't even look like him. <laughs> so, Damn. So, so, this, is, this just turned, turned into Maury Povich over here. Like, this dude's going to be dancing in a minute. <laughs> baby's not mine, Maury. <laughs> So, so you're speaking a lot about how you had the shits because you were drinking a lot back then, and then now you're sober. Yes. So do you have like a why I got sober story? Or you just got sick of always having to buy two-ply toilet paper? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted to take a solid shit. No, um, no I mean, I, I, like, I don't think it's like, for me, um, it wasn't like um, a, just a, oh, man, it was a rough night. It was like a rough decade, you know, and um, shit got dark. And, uh, so, you know, I mean, it's tough cause you know, it's hard to tell. It's not like, it's like if we're joking around and it's not like, Oh, it was just so awesome. My life went to complete shit and then <laughs> I wanted to kill myself and, uh, I felt so alone and isolated and I, I pushed everybody out of my life and, you know, like the, the age old story of addiction. And I think, um, what is always like, you know, I had heard some rock stars say it and it's like, Oh, that's boring. And, and it truthfully is because what ended up happening, I think in the course of all of our story was we're just a bunch of kids from a small town who happened to get on a TV show and do the crazy shit we did, but we lived the lives of a rock stars for a while. And CKY, the band got signed by Island Def Jam and we toured with them and, um, and I, I did live like a rock star. I didn't play an instrument, but somehow I lived like that. Uh, drank like a madman, did a lot of hard drugs and um, got into that place. And then um, before I knew it, um, I wasn't able to stop doing it. And I started pushing the people that I love away from me. And I started kind of hiding what I was doing and doing sneaky shit and, uh, and pretending like I wasn't. And I was pretty good at smiling and nodding and making everybody think everything was all right. And I was hiding it in plain sight and just got dark, like, with that. So um, 
uh, you know, whenever I share um, sort of my story about that stuff is like, you know, I always say like, I, I like I had a rock bottom, but I like I skid along the bottom for a good while. And I just sort of hit it in plain sight and um, and, you know, was doing shady shit and doing that. And then eventually for me, it wasn't like, oh, man, you know something happened bad or someone took a dump on my, on my doorstep. It was like, you know, it it all goes back to shit, but like, but, uh, but, but no, I mean like it it just didn't get like that. It it was just so bad for a long time. And, and however cheesy and cliche it sounds, what happened for me is that like emotionally, I became emotionally and spiritually bankrupt and uh, I just didn't have a sense of myself anymore. I lost sort of everything that made me fun to be around like everything that I loved about myself in terms of like outgoing and having fun with friends and laughing all that had kind of went away and I was sort of just like scared of life miserable and trying to chase this thing to get this feeling back and that stuff wasn't doing that for me anymore and it became like when we talk about it in recovery it's like what was my solution to life forever just didn't work anymore and so it was like, fuck, I'm fucked. You know, like, I, I don't know how to navigate life, but so I'm just going to keep drinking and drugging and doing that. But then eventually that was like, I couldn't navigate life with that. And then um, I met somebody that she, um, she was a lady like in, in a 12 step program and, uh, and she kind of broke it down for me. She was like, you know, and, and not to get so serious about it, but I mean, it's a serious topic. So like, um, she said to me, like, hey, do you want me to tell you what's wrong? And I was like, sure. And she's like, you're an alcoholic and drug addict. And I was like, yeah, I know that. But I have, I was like, I have a whole bunch of other issues. And she's like, well, if you take care of that one issue, everything else will fall into place. And so then she brought me down to a meeting. And when I sat there, I, I fucking just heard my story in all of it. Like, I had been shown to the rooms and all that stuff through legal shit. The judge had told me that I had a problem. I've had all these things. I've been arrested. I've had possessions. I've had... DUIs, I've totaled cars. I, I One time I got found in a pool of blood on the side of the road because I flipped my car. I tried to, and we always joked because, like, it had, like, Flintstone wheels after this wreck, and I, like, tried to push it back over or something. It's like, oh, I'll just drive it home. And, then, uh, and, like, and like, I had crawled out. I didn't have a seatbelt on. I had I split my leg open, so I'm bleeding from that, but I broke my face, and I uh, my nose was in my right eye socket, and I was just bleeding everywhere, and I was losing so much blood that I um, tried to... I crawled out. I was like, oh, what the fuck? I was just out of it, and uh, I was by myself, and luckily out back in the woods, I didn't hurt anybody or do anything but, but myself, and... Um, but throughout my drinking, I hurt a lot of relationships and people in my life, but... Um, but I mean... I started trying to walk home because my mom lived like a mile from there. And this was like right second year of college or something. Jackass had ju- or was just we just shot the pilot. And so I tried to walk home, but then I passed out because I was losing too much blood. And I felt I like passed out on the side of the road and I was just laying there bleeding. And then this random van found me and like took me to my mom's because she knew where, they, they knew where, or the guy knew where my mom lived. And then they were like, all right, we got to rush them to the hospital. So they go to the hospital. I didn't have any internal bleeding or anything like that, but I had to have stitches in my legs. And then I had to have three surgeries to get my nose back into the middle of my face. And, uh, and that was like, okay, cool. You should learn something. And I was like, yeah. And then I got like 
you know, DUI, all these other things. And that was like nine years before I got sober. So I didn't learn anything from that kind of stuff. I have all, I had a whole bunch of those alcohol poisoning. I OD'd like I had a whole bunch of that shit, but that stuff never did it. You know, like that wasn't what made me go, Oh man, I got an issue. You know, what did it was at that point I was so empty. I had no other way. There was no way out. And I didn't really want to die. I sort of did, but I didn't really want to like, live or any like it was just this weird kind of like they call it the jumping off point where like something had to fucking give something had to change and when she showed me the rooms i was like at this point like even though the court had and all these other things in years in the past like that was ready i was ready to hear the message i was ready to hear what it was and i was like i want something to change so i'm willing to do something different and i was willing to take direction from somebody that i didn't even know and just say, hopefully this will help me, you know, kind of navigate life or whatever. And then I did. And then I and then I, I, I dealt myself in and I got sober and I, you know, took direction, went through the steps, did all that stuff. And then I, I'm super active in it today. Uh, I'm very active in a program. And, uh, you know, I love to watch people and help people get sober because it's amazing to watch the light come back on and people. And, like, you just kind of return to yourself and the, pe- the person you were before drugs and alcohol rob you of your life and so what's been amazing through it is like i got myself back i got my sense of humor back i got all the things that i had lost back and then i get to watch people do that you know i got buds that'll come in and they'll just get healthy and like their family life gets rad and like they get their job back in order and then they're just fucking funny again and it's like man they're happy to be alive and it's like it's crazy to watch what drugs and alcohol will do to somebody if they have what i have you know some people who don't have this they just get to enjoy it and have a drink and ha- smoke a little weed and whatever. And, and, you know, and some people can even do a little hard drugs here and there. I'm not saying go do it, but I'm just saying some people can do that and it doesn't affect their life like that. And that's awesome. And and not to say I'm jealous of those people because I don't, I'm happy that I am who I am and I don't have any interest in wanting to do any of that stuff anymore. But for those people, that's rad. Like do it. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying like, I'm not that dude that gets all, sober and like everybody needs to get sober everybody should stop drinking you know like i'm not that person because i think that's ridiculous but i think it's rad like if you don't have it that's awesome but i have it you know and and i and you know all these years later i'll still be somebody that if i took a sip of it now like i'm in fucking kensington getting something in like a couple hours (laughs) you know we're figuring it out and uh and so i just don't live like that now and life is rad. And so, and to watch people who struggle with this thing and how it just robs them of their life and then to watch them come back to life and watch all the relationships in their life become great again is, is amazing. You know, so not to bring it into the serious part, but I mean, it's a serious question in terms of what it, what it did. But for me, it was, you know, the simple answer is it was emotional and spiritual bankruptcy. I, I was just completely done. Mm-hmm. And uh, all the things that should have been the bottom that everybody thought should have been the bottom weren't the bottom. That's the thing about addiction is it affects everyone around us. And, and, and in, while in denial, we believe that we're only hurting ourselves and those things, but it's, it's such a family disease that like, that affects everybody, family, friends, people around us that love us and care about us. That's what it does. And, but again, on that other side, until you want to do something about it, there's really nothing anybody can do. So, you know, I have plenty of friends that, that struggle with that stuff too. and, People will go, oh, you know, why don't you help, Brad? Why don't you do this? And it's like, I mean, I have. I've done every single thing you possibly can. I can't do it for them, and that's right. the unfortunate part. But I, if I could, I would. 
you know, I, I definitely would. But at the same time, um, on the other side of that, maybe I wouldn't because I rob you of that experience of everything you get from putting the work in and doing the stuff that you need to do to, to get sober and then stay sober. I mean, it's a lot harder to get sober than it is to stay sober. You know, anybody that has a little time knows that, 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 that the reason, I mean, big reason I stay sober is because I like the life that I have in sobriety, but I also, because I don't want to fucking get sober again, dude, that was terrible. It was terrible, you know? And, and so then like this side of it's like, this is rad. I mean, there's some hard days here and there. I mean, fuck, I mean, I've gone through some major stuff in sobriety, but, um, but, you know, at the same time, it's like life is good this way. It, I've learned how to navigate it without having to escape from it. And sure, I mean, I'll, I'll escape in other ways. I'll go watch funny shit or whatever, like just to laugh and forget about some of the tough things in life or whatever. But that's I think that's a healthy escape versus the one that I was doing before, what you were doing before, you know. And, and we're and, not shitting our pants anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can't. I can't, I can't <laughs> Wait, what's the last time you shit your pants? that. Oh man, it wasn't that long ago. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know. I don't have an exact date, but I'll tell you. At this point, you know, in in life, it's like, you know, things aren't as tight as they used to be. <laughs> so, so you know, a little fart here and there might slip by. A little loose butthole. Yeah, just slip one by the goalie. Um, but yeah, no, um, no, I've I've had because I I actually like at this point I do a lot of running. Um, I I. You know, I enjoy that just for health reasons and for my crazy mind. It's nice to, like, settle things down by running a lot. And sometimes you'll just be out in the middle of a long run. You're like, oh, fuck, I got to run behind that bush and just shit. <laughs> you know, and you just really hope you just don't shit your actual pants while you're going. But um, so I haven't, like, that. But, I, but you know, I've, like, I've done, like, a fart. Like, like similar to the, the story in the bed. Like, I've, I've shit between my butt cheeks, you know. <laughs> no, I feel like it's, like, really yeah. a thing. Like, yeah, yeah. I used to work out. Um, a salon it's a thing it, no it really <laughs> like, is like you can like pay a quarter like hey just yeah and then i'm I'll like shit. you guys are, are lying <laughs> people who are like oh i don't shit or like no nothing shit has ever happened like never really like yeah, you're lying yeah. but i worked at a salon and i was like managing this day and one of the assistants came back and she's like someone there's there is shit in in the shampoo room and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> that's what like you, that's, yeah. I'm like, well, what do you mean? Like, did someone bring their dog? That's in? like that. What is there? No sex in the champagne room? Like, there is shit in the <laughs> shampoo shit, room. There is shit yeah. in the shampoo room. So I'm like, okay, did someone bring their dog in? They're like, no. I'm like, did someone go outside and bring, like, step in it, bring it in by accident? No. So I'm like, okay. Of course, this is like the day that I'm managing. I'm not a manager. Like at this point, I'm like 22 years old. I have no yeah. idea what's going I on. I got no business doing this. No, no, I, no clue. <laughs> so I'm going there, and like it's me, this other assistant, and the girl who came and got me, and we're all just standing over this pile of shit. And I'm like, well. <laughs> Where did it come from? Like, what the fuck? And the girl, the one girl, I almost just said her name. That would have been terrible. This, this one yeah, girl was just on standing, standing there, and she's like, it was me. I'm like, what was you? <laughs> I was like, That's oh, awesome. you, like, dragged it in? She was like, no, like, it was me. And I'm looking at her, dragged and she's it wearing in. Oh, I dragged a it maxi in. skirt. She had on, like, a long skirt. Ooh. So it just like fell so out. So it hit every branch on the way down. Is what it was. <laughs> well, I was like looking at this like pristine shit. So I'm like, how did it come all the way oh, down? Oh, just like a nice. Yeah, like it just yeah. wet. And I'm like, and also, why the fuck are we standing over it? Like, can yeah, someone yeah. pick it up? Like, yeah, if it's yours, yeah, yeah. 
pick it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love how she just had this moment of like, all right, it feels safe in here. (laughs) It was me. Yeah, Yeah, I'm like, what was you? Like, what do you mean? And they're like, oh, go get the cleaning lady. I'm like, it's yours. Like, you, you pick, pick it, it up. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, man, don't make that poor lady yeah, do that. Like, don't do make that. sweet Carol. No, I was just like, poor Carol. Like, when yeah. you were saying that earlier, I was like, I know how he feels because I didn't want to call the janitor. You're yeah. the one who shit yeah, yourself. You do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I think that should have been my punishment too back then was just to clean up the shit. But all right, now that makes me want to know when's the last time you shit yourself? Because uh, you said everybody This shits. is like, I was in like, in high school and I was working yes. at a pizza shop and I <laughs> I had all my little like black yogas and I was clean it was closing time I was cleaning up the shop by myself like the restaurant side of it and I just thought I was gonna fart and I didn't <laughs> and surprise no I, I remember surprise, like going in the surprise. bathroom like oh my god oh my god so what did, how did, did you clean the rest of the place or did no you just- it was like what it was like a it was a like a diarrhea like a like a, oh. it was wetness. It was just, it was like in I between your myself. butt cheeks or like on your in your like underwear. In my like, underwear. How much more work did you yes. have? No, like I we wrapped that up. <laughs> That's a full shit. <laughs> we yeah. wrapped that up immediately. I was, like, I gotta go. Yeah, yeah, I'm clocking out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Someone the other day was um set sent me this video and it was like, if you ever don't feel like going to work, like tell them you shit yourself. Oh yeah, yeah. That You're was a girl. You could just say it's that time of the month. Nobody will question you. Oh, no, yeah, they yeah. do you question you. That. And they're like, let me let me smell they're it. They're like, mm, you'll be fine. <laughs> I, uh, no, not fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> When's the last time you shit yourself? So, before this past time, it had been since I was like a kid. But <laughs> my girlfriend's nieces came over, and they, for our gender reveal, they were there for the gender re- not the gender reveal. It's so fucking dumb. The uh, baby reveal, telling our family that we're pregnant. You know, we're about to yeah. have a kid, so on and so forth. They came over. They spent the night before and the day of the party there. And they were like crazy sick, but her parents, who are their guardians, didn't tell us about it. Everyone that was at this party got sick, shit their pants, threw up, oh. all of the above that could have happened. The wor- like this was like the bubonic plague. <laughs> she Damn. shit her pants the first time, and then Wait, she- who made the food? Who rubbed the like a turd no, it in was- the food? It was like a virus. <laughs> <laughs> it was like everyone got s- everyone shit their pants. It was like a yeah, and I. Damn. Like it was, it wasn't like food poisoning thing, or it was like a twenty four hour bug. Oh, enjoy! Damn. <laughs> this is I was sitting when I was sitting there watching TV on my recliner, and it's you know you're like oh I have fart coming so this might be shit. None of nothing like that happened. There was no anger. I was just watching TV and then boop. You're like I had already and shit it was myself. so much shit. And I have a very oh. hairy butthole, so yeah. like it takes a long time to clean my butthole. Yeah, you, do you <laughs> use wet wipes? You want wipes, guy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you got to. Yeah. Okay, wait. Do you guys put them in the toilet or do you put them in the trash can? It depends on where I'm at. Uh, If I don't give a fuck about your plumbing, I'm throwing it right in the toilet. But at your house. No, yeah. No, no, not. At uh, your house, what do you do? Um, (laughs) You're under oath. No, oh, I I just do like, well, it it changed. At one point, it was the diaper genie thing because Uh of my daughter. Right. But now that she doesn't do that, I just kind of put it in like a separate um, like one of those little grocery bag things, and we just take that out. Um, I can't just leave it in a trash can. You like take a, it out every it, time individually. Yeah, and, or or like or when See, she's gonna do it, like it'll be within the day. Like it'll be like it's in that bag. She'll take a pee or whatever, and I always use a wet wipe for that. So that all goes in that bag, and then I'll take that out. You guys must have mean because shits. I can't just leave. Yeah. I can't just leave like a shit wipe. 
sitting in there. That free, that makes me kind of like. Yeah. See, that's See, what I, I thought. Feel and then like they made for me. Us, no, no, I'm the same way. The other day, I was with my guy friend, and we're at the the store. I'm like, do you need wipes? And he's like, for what? I'm like, first of all, what? I'm like, you don't have wet wipes, like for when you poop. I, I think people sometimes get free because it fucks the plumbing up. Well, and he's like, well, no, he didn't even consider. But the also, plumbing. the poor he's man's like, I'll get the wipe. flushables. I'm like, no, you don't flush them. Oh yeah, even the flushables. This you must have the dirtiest butthole if he doesn't use wet, wet wipes. He has like a Brandon butthole, is what you're saying. Yeah, like, it's gonna I'm smell just like, like that. I'm so confused. And he's like, "You put it in the trash can." I'm like, "Yes," but I think it's more normal for girl that concept for girls because we're used to getting like. But doesn't it leave like the shit in aroma in the? Area? But it doesn't though. It's no. weird. It doesn't because I I was never you I used to flush like them too. You wipe and you like fold I'm thrown because I just do that little bag because it's always like my daughter is like wipes throughout the day on everything right. so like well if you have your system I mean you have your system I'm just curious because like I'm not even flushing but I can't flushables. just leave it in there like uh, you well know, you yeah. could I mean but yeah I guess in my head <laughs> yeah it's no like I, I know it's because you're a guy I think yeah 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 like girls like we're used to like having the, sanitary yeah. napkins you live with a girl da, 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 beside your you daughter know? yeah do you live with a girl beside your daughter no okay so I used to not like I used to flush them because I was like, I'm not just gonna leave shit smelling wet wipes out, right? Because yeah. it's just gonna be sitting in the can. And then I was like, well, I'm not gonna take the can out every time if you guys are making me put this. In. Like, I was like defiant with my butthole, you know? And I was like, <laughs> if I'm doing this, I'm not taking the trash out. You are, yeah, you're taking my shit wipes out, and they just stay in there all week and th- there's, there's no nothing. smell. So, yeah, okay, well, now I'm the gonna have to leave know. the shit sitting there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I'll, also, here's the other thing too that I will do is do like the poor man's wet wipe is just spit in the toilet paper i'm crying that's hilarious yeah, I used just, to do it in the beginning. if you just spit in the toilet paper then it's nice and wet on your butt and it doesn't hurt doesn't like rip your butthole up and it that is hilarious yeah you want the yellow ones though you want a really good because you want to no. you want to <laughs> you want to you want to glide. Potato. She's pregnant. That's like, getting her. That's what? turning her stomach. You wanted to yeah. glide across your butthole. Yeah, speaking you want of, a nice speaking slime. of helping people, yeah, <laughs> we got to wrap nice this up. Slimy butthole. What can you tell us about the speaking hope for? <laughs> what can you tell us about the the hope for today nonprofit? It's all about shit. You know what? It's actually <laughs> it's actually hilarious because we'll just continue this talk about shit. No matter what, like I, um, so I went down to Haiti. And did this documentary with a buddy because I was working on this like um, I was working on this film set thing. And it was like, you know, some shitty actress and actor like young kids like they're going to Starbucks and they didn't get me a soy latte, whatever. Like they only had regular milk. Like they're so annoyed. Whatever. I was like, God, this fucking sucks. Just being around people like that. My buddy was like, yeah, my buddy was like, dude, we're doing this documentary in Haiti. It's pretty gnarly down there. Like, I don't know. Do you want to go? And I'm like, yeah, I, I need to do something. I need something that's like different and not like some fucking people complaining about like the easiest life in the world. And uh, so we went down there and we did this documentary down there and it was gnarly. We got to, we, I had, we had guns pulled on us and shit at this one place. It was, it was crazy. Like. We went into this nonprofit to kind of expose the fact that they were not allocating the funds from the disaster relief in a proper way. And so we had these people that were screaming like, uh, you know, Creole out of like Haitian at us and nobody was like speaking that and and, like English and it was getting it. And it was like, this is like kind of the spot where you get shot because like somebody gets freaked out and then they pull the trigger. So there was like guns right at us. And I'm like looking through the thing and I'm like, this is real, you know, like, you know, like an assault rifle pointed at me. Um, and it was gnarly. So we had this, but, but these guy, the guy that was hosting the documentary 
said like all these facts about like there was three hundred million dollars allocated to this, and then they claimed a three hundred and thirty million dollar uh, loss, and there was like all this thing. So like there was all this money that's supposed to be going to this, but it's not helping people. Then like certain people were undercutting um, the donations and charging money for the donation, like and all it was just kind of screwing the people over. So like when I got there. It was kind of like, whoa, it just opened your eyes to all of this stuff that's going on down there and uh, and just kind of the corruption and things. And, I mean, that, that exists everywhere in the world, but it was just very obvious to me here. And um, so the guy said this thing where he was like, man, $300 million, this and that. He's like, if somebody came down here with $10,000 and, like, actually helped somebody with that money, it would make more of a difference than this nonsense. And, and like, kind of the light bulb went off, and I was like, I need to do that. You know, so... When we got home, I just went home. I did like a GoFundMe, got like raised the ten thousand dollars, and just had it in my head like I want to go down there and figure this out. And um, you know, I was hell bent on going down. I'm just going to go down and figure this out by myself. Maybe have a friend come, a friend or two come, and then um, a friend of a friend, like her her uncle reached out and was like, yo, are you going down there? Like, you're crazy. Like, and I was like, oh, I don't know. I just have to do it. Like, it was one of those things, like, uh, you know, I don't like talking about faith shit. On, on, like, uh, But, like, in the, I felt like the universe was being like, yo, you need to do this. And I was like, all right, I'm doing it. I'm figuring it out, whatever. But what ended up happening is this dude reached out, and he was like, yo, so I'm fluent in the language. I lived there for 10 years, and I go, I've been going down for 30 so then he was like, I'm coming with you. And I was like, all right, sweet. You know, and it kind of just worked like, all right, all right, he's going to come. So then he br- he went down with me. And, I mean, he's been down almost every time, but, like, sometimes not. And uh, he, he connected me with all of these people. I mean, he, they would call him the albino Haitian. He's a big white dude or whatever, but he's fluent in the language and they love him. And usually when you get there, they're like, blanco, 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 because it's, like, white people. And they just think, like, okay, this guy wants to save the day, whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, because there's that kind of – um, you know, I kind of viewpoint on it. So when I got there, he introduced me to a lot of people. I became close with some of the locals and we started doing projects and it was just so funny to me because like, no matter what, like if I'm like, all right, cool. Like this is where I'm at in my life. I want to do this. I want to help. They're like, what can you use help with? Like, what can we do? And they're like, we have a problem with like, basically the sewage, the, the, piss and the shit is like getting into Uh -uh. the water system and it's creating disease for the people so like uh, one of our first things we build a bathroom to for so that people could shit in it you know like and 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 not shit on the you know on the ground and create the bacteria within the water and stuff so that was one of the first projects that we did down there um and I started the little nonprofit. It's super small, but we've done a bunch of cool stuff. I haven't been back in a little while now. The pandemic stuff kind of, and I had some life things happen and just kind of like, it's been a minute, but I'm trying to get back down there soon. Um, right now, the project that we're wanting to do is um, building a secondary school in a little town called Ransomble. Um They have a, like a, you know, elementary school, but then after that, kids are kind of stopped. They stop going to school because they just don't have the ability to go to this like higher education, you know, sixth grade through 12th or whatever. So we want to get this school built, but we've done a lot of cool stuff. We did this irrigation uh, project where we got uh, the fire company from Philadelphia, like donated their old fire hoses. We got those shipped down and got some PVC pipe and then like a water pump. 
And we just raised a couple bucks to get that to happen. But when we gave it to them, they like made this all happen. So they built this whole irrigation system. And there was this, there was this incredibly like big like field where it was just all like barren looking, but they had a river that was running right there, but it was so polluted that they couldn't get the water. Like they couldn't put that water to try to grow crops because it would just be fucked. So they got, we got Sawyer water filters, which are these filters that filter out all of this pollution and stuff and kind of make the water drinkable. And, um, and so they were able to use those water filters and the irrigation pump and the, the fire hoses and all that build this whole irrigation system for the area and poke holes in it, you know, poke holes in the hoses and whatever. And that would spray the, the land and then, they could use the water from the pollution and, and filter it out with the Sawyer filters. And then, dude, I came back like, I think it was like, it might have been six months or like at a point I was going down every six months. But then it was like a, maybe a year later, they were like, Chris, like we want to show you. And like, it like still gave me chills. Like it was the most amazing thing because I went up over this hill and this hill was like barren with this polluted water. And I went up over this hill at this point and saw what they had done and they had like, they, you know, and such resourceful people that just don't have the luxuries that we have here. So when when they're able to get like a little bit, they make so much out of it. And uh, and it was incredible to watch because when I went over the hill, the whole entire field was just covered in vegetation. Like there was just tomatoes and plant or plantains and bananas and like all this awesome food that they were able to take and bring to market, sell and then feed their little town. And like, and then they are like lending the irrigation system to other towns so that they could grow. And they're all just helping each other. And it was just so rad to be a part of that, you know, and, and be this little kind of conduit into being able to give them the opportunity to be resourceful because that's all, you know, we're doing, I'm not sitting here like saving anything or, or the people that are, are helping me and doing that. Like we're not like saving the world or anything. We're just giving people the opportunity to have the little things that we take for granted and they can make incredible things out of that, which most of us would be like, who cares? There's like a fire hose or whatever, you know, and you just like leave it sitting in your backyard. But like they took that and grew enough crops to feed the town and to like, you know, brings the, and, and make a living. And it's just, it's just incredible to watch that. So there's so many of those cool little projects that we've done. Um, you know, I feel a little bit like, uh, not a fraud, but at this point right now, like I haven't been down there in a little while and I haven't been doing stuff. I was just kind of getting my life back together after going through some stuff. And, and, uh, so it was like, Oh shit, I need to get, so it's a good reminder. Cause I do need to get back involved in that secondary school is really what we're trying to do now is like, Education is super important um, just in life, you know, and in terms of like, I know I joked a lot about like when I went to school, I just shit on things and fuck everything in the classroom. But like um, I had that luxury because I grew up in a place where, you know, education is just handed out like right. and maybe we're not the best in the world or whatever, but like. But we do have an education system that's really available and, and some people who wish they had that don't have that. So so it's cool to be able to like, you know, be a part of that and do those things and. And not to be boring about that shit, because not everybody is, is, is interested in that. But that's what was turning me on at this point in life. Like, so many different things, you know. Like, I mean, of course, I still want to laugh about shit. And I still want to do that. But then there's also this. and But I just found it always ironic. Like, okay, we need help. And we need help with the shitter. And I'm like, of right. course you fucking do. <laughs> right. Yeah. That brings the episode full circle. So let's get into the promotion aspect. Mar, there's a camera in front of your face. Promote what you want to promote. Um, I'm just promoting Loving Them What, um, Fairy Garden Mindset, INR Studios, Chris Rabb, 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, flushable toilet wipes and clean water. <laughs> That's awesome. Rob, what do you got? Um, as far as um, promotion, I think... Um, you know, some projects that I had done, it's been a little, uh, It's they've been out for a little bit, but um, 96 Bitter Beings is Darren Miller's um, new uh, band, and I did I did a few music videos for him, but the one I did for Vaudeville's Revenge um, on Nuclear Blast is pretty rad. That's on YouTube. Um, you can check that out. Um, another singer, Nate Bergman from Lion Eyes, I did a music video for him, directed that, and... Um, as well, and that that was pretty cool. Um, I executive produced a, a film called The Heavy that's coming out pretty soon. Um, these guys, the Harrow Brothers, I met them um, a couple of years ago. We've done two movies together now. We did a movie called Afternooner um, that I, I helped produce, and then this one, uh, The Heavy. The Afternooner one was a comedy. Check that out. I'm not sure if it's fully out. They're still like working on, on distribution for streaming and stuff like that, but... Um, that and then yeah, the heavy's like more of a drama, like kind of gnarly, like brothers uh, situation where there's some guns and all mm. that kind of shit. And, it, and that was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. If they had to, if they wanted to donate to Hope for Today, how would they do it? Uh, just hope the number four today dot org is the um, website for uh, our nonprofit. And then, yeah, Green Gate Entertainment is my production company. Um, that's what I uh, do a lot of my, do like all my video work um, through that. That's, you can get greengateentertainment.com or greengatevideo.com or whatever. Um, and then, yeah, that's it. So I'm always sort of working on some new thing, um, just doing something creative here and there whenever. And, you know. This is fucking awesome, by the way. I just want to take a moment to like, Elementary school me, middle school me, high school me, 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 me now. Yes. Like, yes. This is fucking crazy that I'm sitting at a table with Chris Rab, Rab himself. It's Oh, that's awesome. It's man. one of the most that, amazing yeah. things. Like I couldn't have dreamed this would ever happen in my oh, life. That's, <laughs> so, that's cool. Okay. I, no, I appreciate that. And it's been rad sitting with you and just Thank laughing you. and I mean and, and, and laughing with you guys and, and you guys as well back there because it's uh that's what it's all about. I feel like just sitting around and just bullshitting and not taking life too seriously and just getting to laugh about that stuff. And I and you know, and I appreciate you saying that and that's that's rad that you got some laughter out of that. And, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, thank you again. Let's probably let's close this out. Holy f- Sweet. Thank you so much. That was crazy. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> like, you say Kiki in front of me. Oh, yeah. And my girl Dude, wanted I to. I have done that in so long, so like, I guess it was like normal, but I didn't work yet. I, did, I was able to do it. But no, when you pulled me on the spot, I haven't really done that in a long time. That was so much. Like it, really oh, yeah. it was perfect. Yeah, 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 yeah. It sounded like you. But it was-